Hello, I'm Dan McDowell, longtime professional broadcaster. Why subscribe to our Patreon podcast? Well, perhaps you support our struggle to get out from under the oppressive thumb of the man. Or objectively, if you sign up at patreon.com slash thedumbzone, you'll get the two episodes per week that are available on all podcast platforms, like this one, plus an additional two episodes each week that are exclusive to Patreon. So subscribing on Patreon gets you four episodes per week. Oh my, what a bargain. Now, on to today's program. The Fourth down, either they're going to kick the ball or they're going to punt it. And I think you're going to be impressed with what Mortstead does here. All right, I'm going to keep an eye out. Oh, all the way up in the air. And that is a fair catch that is made. How are we feeling today, fellas? The day Bounce. after the Super Bowl. Bouncing back, baby. Bouncing back. Yeah, not really me. <laughs> uh, the hey. dogs are going nuts. Hey! Are you now back on anti-drinking? Yeah, <laughs> I called Jake this morning. <laughs> yeah, he's, he was in a bad way. Aww. I was like, while, I'm, while we're drinking, it's really fun, and I'm thinking I should do this more, and... Uh, <laughs> Wondering why I don't do this. I this is great and yeah. The key is to just get up really early and just start hammering water. Yeah, well, I did. I have been trying that. I'm on. That'll help. Court three. What a day though. That was so much fun. Mm-hmm. We, we have good friends. We have good people. We're referring to our YouTube page. Hey. YouTube.com slash at the dumb zone. The little at symbol, actually. Made that mistake once before. Mm-hmm. You're not going to step on that landmine again. I will not. I will not. It was a great time. It really was. Um, but I do believe... Are we ready to say next year, day off after the Super Bowl? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, when you floated it yesterday, I was like... Hey, if he's going to put that out there, I'm going to jump on that. I think and if as you soon were as I doing responded, one you of your like, 12 vacations, we would do it. Can you... Okay. In the new era, can we not... <laughs> well, you're like, I got a vacation. I scheduled one for August. I'm just, I just decided to. I was just sitting around and decided, hey, I'm going to take a few days off. Like, oh, okay. Cool. I'm glad that my co-small business owner is like, hey, whatever. I'm like, hey, man, I don't know. I got to check with Jake before I do something. And... <sighs> My wife's like, uh, can we do this week for uh, going to France? I got to check with Jake and Blake. I just... but, the one, the but no, one, no, no. The one thing that I would request in the new era is that we not make each other feel bad about taking a day off. Oh, <laughs> oops. <laughs> Starting now. <laughs> yeah. Unless it's under a month heads up. Then I feel like that's free game. Yeah, I, did, I, I didn't. Well, so the... My thought is that, like, if so we're the doing August four, thing is fine. You're saying if we're doing four shows yeah. a week, if I miss a day, it's not the end of the world. It's still I'm still giving you four shows a week. Well, no, but you're changing everyone's schedule and you're ruining Business Wednesday because Business Wednesday, as you know, last I Wednesday, we said starting business now. Wednesday is sacred. Oh. 
I feel like, like Business golf. Wednesday, though. We I was more tired after last Wednesday than I yeah. was any of the other days. That's very fair. For destroying on recording live to tape. On February 12th. It was really fun. Um, so I put a couple pictures out on social media, and there was one in particular that was reviewed very closely. Zapruder, Zapruder, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're... The, you're, the Kennedy film thing? You're hungover. <laughs> do I, I don't know if you saw it. Do I have four toes? That's the whole... So, yeah, it was. A, did you see this? It was a picture yeah. of the Soroy shoes. <laughs> yeah. They were wearing their brand new shoes up in the den. The Matching. only shoes that had been worn in here, but they were brand new, oh, never been Austin worn before. And Austin Guttery shoes. Oh, yeah, Austin, I guess. Grandfathered in. Yeah, he can do whatever he wants. But yeah, um, take a look, Blake. I got there's some real compelling evidence <laughs> that I might be a four toe. That Jake only has four toes, and you've been hiding this from us. Yeah. Are you embarrassed? Uh, bracket Dan, unblock. Oh, okay. Let me give it a like because I just bookmarked it. <laughs> like if somebody is bookmarking. <laughs> Whoa. Do you see the one with the arrow? Yeah. I I just liked it. If you want to look at the like, I don't know. Optical illusion. I'm not. I'm not exactly sure. Do you want to count them? Well, that's the other foot. And you're doing the sock thing again. You got two rights on today. What's your deal? <sighs> this one is a left. But it's on your right foot. Who cares? They're Wait. made to fit your feet. Who right Where? is right and left is left. Who has right left socks? Jake does, but he's wearing them on the wrong feet. I How do you have right left socks? What does that mean? That's, That's a new what thing. they do on all of them now. Like, like this is R for right. Not mine. Not mine left. are just like well, you're old man socks. Nah, he's but, catching a stray. <laughs> but when you wear the socks, like it'll it'll mold your toes. I don't care. <laughs> you should. So you're paying extra money for socks for that? No, it's I buy socks, socks, and then they by the just... way, today's my uh, my underwear and sock trip. That I've been telling you guys about for a month. You're totally revamping. Yeah, on the way you have home. to. You have to do that yeah. all at once. It's great. Yeah, I'm gonna go full. Makes you feel like today. a new man. And then maybe I'll put the right ones on, Blake. I mean, that's just why they're made. Well, the the, 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 the that point would be is, hard in doing the laundry. That's and what I'm saying. Like, oh my gosh, I'm just gonna grab two socks. They're they're both white. Here, but it didn't eliminate together. one of my toes. You just grab an R and an L, and you put them together. It's not that hard. <laughs> Can you tell I've had this conversation before? Yeah, at home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I have ten, ten toes. I think okay. we may need to prove that at some point. I'm, yeah, this is definitely you only get four toes in this picture. It's it's incredible. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, glad you guys like it. <laughs> Super Bowl Sunday. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. The Soroy twins were great. As you know, you knew going in. Oh my gosh, that's kind of like okay. Betting Mahomes MVP, is that really... Yeah, roll the ball out. You can't win a lot of money if you bet that the Soroy twins were going to steal the show. Speaking of money... Hey. Two of us are... Yep. Up big today. For what? Chiefs money line. When Mahomes threw the interception trailing 10-3, we checked the Chiefs money line, and it got up to plus 240. And we both jumped. Yeah. I haven't seen anything come to my Venmo, though. That's because you weren't involved in this. Yeah, but you made a bet with him later on in the night. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> Looking forward to that, honey. <laughs> Damn. 
That'll cut into your winnings. Also, I think Cash needs to send me. Didn't I have some, one with Cash? We have audio Dude, and video was, evidence of all <laughs> there this. There's a lot Money going flying on. all over the place. <laughs> I don't know how you keep track. Well, I make the, the, very the, few bets. These guys were betting on the coin toss, and then it got uh, confused as to not just the coin toss, who gets the ball first. So now they're betting on deferment. <laughs> like, once you got liquored up enough, I I didn't... Well, I was also liquored up, so I can't say I took advantage of you, but you were like, they score in the next four plays, guarantee, I bet. And I'm like, four plays? Okay. It's the Chiefs. And I believe they were on their own 40. Or 30. Yeah. No, it was the beginning of the possession. And I no, tried yeah, to double no. or nothing. Him, or then I gave him three to one odds on the they're, next They're probably plays. not the most explosive offense that's ever existed, so that, that probably would be impossible. And he was all in on that until they got in the red zone, and that's when he said, no, no deal. <laughs> we need to go back and review that at some point. I'd rather not. <laughs> yeah, I believe Thursday we're going to review a lot of the stuff that went on. Oh, good. Because it's going to take a little while to sift through all of that. It was a long broadcast. It was. So, how did your wife review the downstairs party? And be honest. Um, I didn't get much of a review other than had a good time. Okay. She uh, loves your wife, dude. Hmm. So, I mean, but how could you not? What do you mean? Your wife is just super sweet. Yeah, that's her public persona. <laughs> yeah. thought it was a little bit odd that she made a uh, pregame change to a Mahomes jersey. Her uh, buddy is a big Chiefs fan. Yeah. One of her good friends. I gathered that. So she brought her a chain, uh, you know, wardrobe change. Yeah. But, I mean, she had printed out... Uh, cocktail cards like describing what this drink is yeah yeah yeah. and my my wife falls for that stuff so and she got all that from the tito's website so we should um let's give a little more thank you to uh eatsy's market and bakery that was awesome it was man adam romo knows how to set us up uh and uh you know what valentine's day just around the corner why don't you get a little valentine's uh, order in now at Eatsy's Market and Bakery. Don't think I haven't already. Eatsy's.com. Uh, Grapevine Ford or Prosper Ford, which are kind of the same thing in our minds. Let me tell you something. We realize they're different. And I said this yesterday. Did I get a great deal? I did. Did I get that great deal because I'm a friend of Chaz? No. No. I got a great deal because I went to Grapevine Ford. He didn't know who you were. He didn't no. care about you. Nope. He might even ha- not like you. You might be an enemy of his. You, yeah. You still got a great still deal. Still got a great deal. Uh, Tito's just, you know, I mean, they seem to surround, it's kind of like the, uh, let me give you a cool Peanuts cartoon reference. The cloud that surrounds oh, Pigpen when he's walking around. <laughs> Soroy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If the Soroy, if the Soroy <laughs> walks up here, it's like, oh wow, Tito's, he's got an aura <laughs> of Tito's and, uh, Tito's handmade <clears throat> vodka. Um, uh, not by a machine. Our good friend, uh, Tony Cooper at All Pro Foundation Repair. Uh, my buddy at A1 Locksmith, we uh, plugged them a little bit. Alamo Drafthouse Cinema, where we hope to be hosting movies again pretty soon. And then uh, at also sur- surrounding the Soroy, he kind of tailed them in, Frankel and Frankel. Attorneys nice. at Law. So, nice. A good time was had. We encourage you to go to our YouTube page if you would like to, you know, relive it. I did see, like, last night there's... I think after the game, it was three point something thousand views. But then this morning, 
It's like another 3,000 of what, like, the rewatch apparently is a thing, because that's happened with Cowboy games. Sure. So it's like a lot of people won't sit there and watch it with you, but they want to go see the shenanigans afterwards. And it's, there's some somewhat enter- entertaining shenanigans. So I'm not going to raise the bar too high for you. Yeah, I realize I, okay. <coughs> I probably. Funny if you uh, have. My bad. Just checking on the YouTube page. Okay. I probably How shouldn't say this. Um, Pretty good. Thanks, man. Given that I just went on a trip with the I put a new thumbnail on there. Last morning. week. Don't but I don't do really? too much anymore. What do you mean? Like friend-wise. So that's that was like the highlight of my year. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Didn't he just get back from skiing with friends? I, I literally just said that, Blake. <laughs> and he also scheduled some kind of an August trip to yeah. do with his friends. Right. Yeah. Huh. Although, this I did float this last night and talked about another off-air thing. We were talking about new bits we can do, and um, like maybe we just all go on a vacation together and do shows that week. And that uh, that August thing might work into that. Quarter Lane? I told you, he's the problem. He doesn't want to do anything. Where are we going? Just a, a rented house with a bunch of bros. Like, let's go have some fun. Have fun. Who's going to be there? Oh, my God. You and me and, and Jake. Me. That's it. That's all we need, at least. And then we'll just add. You can invite someone. That's it? Yeah, invite your little buddy. Your I'll little tell you who's not going to be gay there. gaming buddy or something. Any of our wives. You don't know any of my gaming buddies. Now, this no, would be them. the time where I would bring up the fact that Dan is leaving for a week to go to Europe. More than a week. More than a week, huh? Yeah. What do you mean? But today... <clears throat> Starts the line of not uh, giving each other crap about going on vacation. Well, I tried getting you guys to go, but of course, one of uh, us really resisted that. Because <laughs> how fun would that be? It would be great. Recording every day from after a uh, trip to Amsterdam. Yeah. Get the hooker on. Yeah, that long plane ride will be awesome. Oh or the Eiffel sorry, Tower. Spending all the money on Let's record on, on the plane. Let's do a two-hour podcast really on the plane. Having all the French be spending such money to you. out of the company uh, thing. Can't wait. Get a sponsor to, to send us there. We can do that now. Like think creatively, Blake. Just Not every everything doesn't happen in Wiley. TCU, Iowa State. You're allowed to leave Dallas County. Yeah, rough one for the frogs. Mm. Yeah, Jeez. this is a guy who's like, oh, I need uh, four days off for the Big Twelve basketball tournament. And he's uh, like, no, 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 I don't want to go to. No, France. France. Yeah, Paris is dirty, I've heard. Oh, my God. Where is the Big 12 basketball tournament? Kansas City. <laughs> well, that'll be fun. <laughs> the gym of America. <laughs> yeah, y'all have fun. Oh, my God, dude. <clears throat> Anyways, we're uh, living during the uh, the era of the greatest football player of all time. That's pretty cool, huh? Hard to argue. Hard to argue. Hey, what's up with this Rex Ryan stuff? I don't know. Like, what? He's, like, saying that he interviewed for the job and that Mike Zimmer doesn't actually have the job. Yeah. The Cowboys haven't put out a statement. Yeah, so where did we hear that Mike Zimmer got the job? Just Schefter? Um, There were a couple of others. And we're like, if Schefter says it, it's happening? Yeah, I mean, he's got the agent connect, right? I'd love a little Rex Ryan. Wouldn't that be fun? No. No. No? Dude. No. Why? 
Rob Ryan was fun. Man. Long hair. He's all fat. <laughs> you know. Rex Ryan, foot. I've told you guys many, many times about this trip. I think it was uh, 2014, <laughs> the trip I took to uh, FedEx Field, where RG3 patted Romo on his head. That was the Rex Ryan year. Or Rob Ryan, excuse me. And, like, watching Rob Ryan hold court, like, dude, he didn't care they lost. <laughs> like, he's just in the locker room, like, I don't know, whatever. Dez is crying over in the corner. The locker room sucked. Beasley's Like, injured. you were getting taped that day? Yeah. It was Man, the cool. wildest scene I've ever seen in my life. Like, Rob Ryan, you know, again, he's just flipping his hair back and forth. Like, did not care at all that they lost. He knew he was getting fired. They're carrying Dez to the shower crying. Beasley's over here having a meltdown. That sounds awesome. And it was the Romo RG3. It was it was surreal, dude. That was like the day that, you know what? I called my dad when I got back the next day. Because my dad has like this opinion that pro athletes don't care. You hear that from your, your elders a lot, right? Sure. They're just in it for the money. Because back in my day, <clears throat> they cared. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't make as much. Yeah, and I called my dad the next day, and I was like, "Dude, <laughs> I think they care." Like everybody was freaking out, except for Rob Ryan. <laughs> Certain guys, I'm sure, are different. If you get a contract that sets you up for the rest of your life, then it's only natural, Robo I guess. But I forty-four six. But if everybody is getting those contracts, then now you're in the level playing field. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I don't understand the Rex Ryan, Adam Schefter, Mike Zimmer thing at all. Mike Zimmer is a defensive coordinator of the Cowboys. It's kind of delicious, though. Just <laughs> it is the Cowboys. Delicious. I'm sure Jerry kind of sees it and is like, "Wait, <laughs> they're still talking about us every day." Okay, why put out a statement? You know, yeah. just drag this on longer. That's somehow the Cowboys can actually be in the news the day after the Super Bowl. By when, hiring or not, when they haven't the, played yeah. for a month. Um, I'm sorry, you guys were actually trying to slide into Super Bowl talk, weren't you? I gave you a little cowboy detour. No, it's all good. I just think, uh, you know, he didn't play his best game, but it's cool, man. It's 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 cool to watch, knowing that you're watching like the greatest football player of all time. Yeah, down three in overtime. He has the ball. He needs a touchdown drive. You just kind of knew it was going to happen. Yeah. I Easy money. That's your point about Dak. If Dak is in Don't that situation, know about that. <laughs> you're pretty sure you're going to lose. Yeah. Maybe we can set ourselves up for a 58-yard field goal. Yeah. It's kind of my Dak thought. And, like, the evolution of Mahomes, where he is <clears throat> to where it's almost like he's, you know, like LeBron will do in basketball or Jordan used to do. Like, realize, uh, Steph, at a certain point, had to realize why – you know, we should save something. And every you might not look as great as you are capable of being, but, you know, save energy, save whatever for the time when it really matters. The and moment. Mahomes can do that maybe even in a in a game, like, but then certainly throughout a season, you know, and, and that's a really neat trick <laughs> if you just have Mahomes. And, like, even after trading Tyreek Hill. Yeah, that's what I was going to say is that, you know, these these seasons have taken on a number of different narratives. And this one is, what, they were 7-5? and five? Is the magic gone? They didn't do anything, 
you know, to replace Tyreek? Is Kelsey over the hill? They lost the enemy. And it just doesn't matter. They just figure it out. Like they can win 13 games in a regular season or they can win 10. Either way, you know, four out of the last five years are in the Super Bowl and they win three out of the last five. Has he ever had a year when he's starting that they didn't get to the conference championship? No, because, no, the one year that they lost was the Burrow year. And Brady, his first year. Well, I'm saying conference championship-wise. So, uh, oh, that that the Burrow loss was before the conference championship? I thought it was in it. Yeah, that's, I, he's never... Not, yeah. Yeah. So you're saying he lost to Brady in the Patriots the first year? In the conference championship, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then okay. he lost to Brady in the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's six years. And it's funny, too, you know, I, I heard the Musers talking about this, and you really do kind of have to think about Andy Reid as maybe the greatest coach of all time. He's at mm. least he's at least up there with number two, number three. Well, yeah, I guess he did do pretty well with two franchises. And that's a tough trick to pull off. And in some ways, that almost makes it more impressive to me than what Belichick did because he's been through countless quarterbacks. I say countless, compared to Belichick and Brady. He just figures it out. And it, it, dude, do you remember like when he was in Philadelphia, how much we just like laughed at like Andy Reid clock management oh, stuff? Yeah. yeah. Only well, made- I was kind of doing that yesterday at the very end of the game, except uh, then I would come to find out that I don't know the overtime rules. They changed. Well, the Super Bowl overtime rules. Well, it turns rules. out neither do the players. Do you see that? Or the 49ers coaching staff. Yeah. Why? Uh, they were unaware of uh, just the rules. They thought, you know, going in, if we win the toss, we want the football because that's what we do in the regular season. Not knowing that both teams get a possession and it's probably a little wiser to no take the what. ball second. They certainly knew that. Well, some of the players said they didn't. Yeah. I knew okay, that. well, that's great. I would think they have to know that. I'm talking about, like, when the clock is winding down, there's six seconds and – Kansas City's not calling a timeout in overtime. Yeah. Uh, apparently, they they get one full possession. Yeah, no matter what. And I didn't realize that. That's <laughs> odd. That's an odd way to state that. But So if you just grind it, if the clock stopped, they would just change ends of the field as if it's the next quarter? Yeah, which I would ask then why even play with the clock? If this is possession-based, just make it college. That's a great point. Why is there a clock? Yeah. I don't know. What's the What's the point of that? It's... I, did, no I didn't realize it was one possession. But now your point on... Uh, that's certainly something to discuss on if you get to overtime. So you have two mindset. One could be my defense was just on the field and they're exhausted Let's give them a break. But I don't I think the one you would have to say is I want to know what I have to do. It's very similar to the going for two down eight thing, right? Well just figure out what you have to do. It didn't end up mattering because they kicked a field goal, <clears throat> but you should absolutely not take the ball in playoff overtime now. No. Because the team that plays first is playing with three downs. Because if you get to fourth, you may want to punt. Exactly. But if you're trailing, 
you're never punting. You're always going for it on fourth down. You're playing with an extra down. Right. And every that, time. We've always talked about how that changes your just play calling it throughout. Changes second and third down. It changes first down, really, but yeah. Yeah, it's third down and uh, eight. Well, I'm good. I'm good getting four. Yeah. yeah. I'm good just making sure, you know, let's. Yeah, whereas if you have the ball first and it's third and eight, on your, you're on your own 25. <clears throat> you, or I guess it 27 or something. You would, you know, you would definitely be trying for the sticks. You're, yeah. That's a whole different. It's a lot bigger of a deal than you would think it is. Oh, it's huge. <clears throat> yeah, and there were multiple 49er players that said, we didn't actually know. <laughs> Kyle Shanahan said, we just wanted the ball third. If both teams matched and scored, we want to be the ones that had the chance to win on the third possession. That's, I mean, for a brilliant, right. as a dude as he is, that's a that's bad logic. Well, I can kind of <clears throat> see it. No, you dude. You both trade field goals, and then now it's sudden death, and you get the ball first? Yeah, but, I mean, you're going to kick a field goal on the first drive? Well, yeah, I mean, that's... That's what they ended up doing. Right, but then, I mean, you're just... But if Kansas City kicks a field goal... Well... <laughs> which, yeah, they did, and then a lot of times they don't, I guess. I don't know. I can see it, but you're right. It's it's not the best line of thinking. You know what would be uh, interesting is to go back and watch. Um, in 2017, I remember this game. It was uh, Mahomes' rookie year. They played him against the Broncos in a meaningless game. And I was all hyped up just because I've been forced to watch a lot of Texas Tech football. Dude, he destroyed them. And I was like, okay, well, it's week 17 or whatever it was at the time. His rookie year, you're saying? Yeah, Alex Smith was still there. Okay. And and they were the one seed. Yeah. <laughs> and the- I remember like watching him in the NFL and being like, holy S, he's going to be able to do this in the NFL. Like all the crazy stuff he would do in Lubbock. Yeah, there was no guarantee of that. No one No, because it was very Clamoring for him to start. No. No. But I mean, they did trade. And now up. it's kind of crazy that they didn't. Yeah. Start him like they had Mahomes for a year and didn't use him. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, in in a sense, that probably helped him out a lot because yeah. I remember. I mean, and I remember like reading reports out of camp where people were like, "Dude, this guy's he's got a howitzer. Like he's he's throwing the ball seventy yards in practice." I'm like, "Yeah, I've been watching this guy drag this trash team up and down the field for six wins a year for the last three seasons." And I, I don't know the validity to, validity to this, but maybe you can attest. But the Chiefs drafted Mahomes kind of basically on what they saw on tech practice films. Yes. They were, yes. Which is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> just some of the stuff he was able to pull off in practice when he's just goofing around. Yeah. That was a big part of it. And <laughs> I think I can tell this story, even though like I probably have some of the details wrong. The Saints definitely wanted to draft Mahomes. And I believe it was the case that like Drew Brees showed up at the draft room and they hadn't told him about it and they kind of like panicked. Yeah, I think we've talked about this. Yeah. I think my I don't know if my brother was there, but he was involved. Cuz you're worried about Yeah, and the he mindset had, of your it, 
like Aaron Rodgers drafting Jordan Love? It's a little bit different when it's Alex Smith. But that's why they didn't tell Aaron Rodgers. Hey, I forgot. Yeah, are exactly. We, are we having Bobby Stroop? Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Is that like an early thing? We got to do that now? I think we told him one. Oh, okay. We got a few minutes? Yeah. Okay, let's keep talking for a few minutes then. Okay. Um, Just because, and you know, I, I did... Super Bowl. Huh? I got caught up in Super, Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, no. I just remembered it right now. Yeah. And I thought you said they got to go early or something. Um, but yeah, he was... I s- maybe they'll answer, maybe they won't. I think they were both up until about 6 a.m. Okay. We could try. Okay. Well, we could do it during a break or something. But um, just, you know, I, I did bet Purdy MVP and then was doing Purdy stuff because it was a value play. Sure. But, I mean, watching them, look, Purdy's pretty good. Yeah, no, I mean, now that the season's over and I don't have to, like, do a bit about your bet. Yeah, and I'm not doing a bit either here. <laughs> he's he's legit. He's good, but... Purdy? Yeah. But when you put him, I mean, you watch him and Patrick Mahomes. It's a different... There's no real comparison at all. Like, it's almost LeBron or Jordan or somebody MVP... Like they're always the MVP, but I just. But look what Steve Nash's stats and and all yeah. the like. Or you know, you almost have to. Well, Barkley's been so good for so long, and uh, it's kind of boring. Obviously, if you took Jordan away, he's. Uh, but Mahomes is so much always the MVP, and I know his numbers do not look Mahomes like at the end of this season, as far as ranks among other quarterbacks. But my God, that's the only thing. Like, just having that in your bag. Like, Brock Purdy, I do think he's smart. He, you know, can read things, but he's he's not particularly elusive. He's He feels the pocket very well, I think. Yes. Um, he obviously makes quick decisions and, and can, can process things. And so he's got something for sure. But... I don't know if he's top, a top five MVP kind of a guy, like if you lost Brock Purdy. And I suppose evidence is that, you know, what Shanahan was able to do without Brock Purdy too. Because uh, he does – he every throw does have a little bit of a an arc. An arc. He's, yeah. <laughs> he's, like he does not have that rocket arm. No. He, but if – give him time to throw. And, and I mean, Mahomes needs, needs time. They all need time. But I don't know. It's just – Mahomes is just so – well, I think the the Maybe biggest part thing of Purdy is, too is just the way he looks. He does not look imposing <laughs> at all. No, no, unless he's trying to kill the president. Uh, does not look imposing at all. I mean, the thing about Mahomes is just his ability to make the off schedule play. You know, like when everything is just going to absolute hell around him, you still have a shot. And Purdy has a little bit of that to him. But yeah. Just, <clears throat> but nothing like. I mean, there's nothing like Mahomes. There's the, just nothing I, outside of Lamar, maybe. The situation I went back to a lot last night. <clears throat> excuse me. Was their possession in overtime when Valdez Scantling catches the ball, had a five yard gain, and then runs backwards eight. Yeah. <laughs> and so then they're in all time boneheaded move. <laughs> they're in second and fourteen. Yeah. And the look on Mahomes' face is like, "Are you serious, bro?" Okay. And then they pick up the first down in two plays. However, in the post game, I feel like that's a play where McCarthy says, you know, we just got off rhythm. 
face the second and long and we, you know, just couldn't overcome it. You know, how often did we hear that? It was, oh, we just got off rhythm or this or that or the other. And Mahomes is just able to take whatever situation in front of him and just deal with it <laughs> and I overcome feel like, it. I feel like a couple of years ago when they did have Tyreek, weren't we discussing would if every set of downs for for the Chiefs was 15 yards, would they still be in the Super Bowl? Yeah, and that's also when we were talking about the uh, the proposed onside kick rule. For or what is it? Twenty? I think it was twenty. Yeah, where you could just you could just <laughs> from your own whatever it was, thirty five or thirty, you get one down for twenty yards every time you score. <laughs> and I think they were the ones that proposed it. And every other team was like, absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> because, I mean, again, dude, we've seen it a million times. My dryer sings the uh, same song, by the way. Me too. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Mm-hmm. It's comforting. Look forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, and the other thing about last night, too, is uh, and he's done this in the playoffs a few times, and I feel like Bobby talked to us about this uh, last week. It feels like he runs more in the playoffs. He's not fast. He's not particularly elusive. But he just knows how to like read when things are opening up, and he's like, all right, right now. Well, and the other thing and that leads, we... Leads a team in rushing in the Super Bowl. Well, the other thing that's come out is he is able to run at top speed at an angle. Oh, yeah. And that's a Bobby thing. Definitely. He's just like weaving at full speed. Instead yeah. of cutting and running straight. He runs like a fish. Like, how, yeah. do we, how do we catch this guy? Right. Uh, we're going to try the phone. I think so. I think that would be best. Okay, let's do this. It's time for a dumb zone interstitial. All right, through magic, we just checked and... The Stroops cannot join us at this very moment, so maybe we'll get them tomorrow. But apparently they were, they've got their Taylor Swift story. Did Taylor Swift hop right back on a flight, or she stayed uh, party? The reports I heard were that uh, she was there overnight. Okay, very, very fun part of the stream was the gambling on Taylor Swift prop bets. Yeah. Or at least what Cash Saroy had was just screaming for her to cuss or to take a drink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The cussing and one was funny. With <laughs> Ice Spice. And we never did see that. The very confusing Ice Spice. Uh, no engagement. No, no on field engagement. No Boise State. Yeah. Ian Johnson? What's what what? his name? I think you're right. That's a great pull. What is the uh, Joe Biden? I saw Joe Biden tweeted out something. <laughs> Are you familiar with? Is there some Joe Biden conspiracy? Uh, you you're breaking news to me, sir. Well, I did see the picture with him with like laser eyes. Yeah, yeah. But I don't I don't know the. I always thought that was like a a stock market thing. No, he says just like we drew it up, and it's from at Joe Biden. Is he pretending to be a Chiefs fan? Or is there a conspiracy that that was the script that? Yeah, yeah, I think that you're 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 onto the right thing. That we yeah. would get Taylor Swift would hook up, blah blah blah. She's going to endorse Biden, and that's they win the Super know. Bowl. Yeah, 
the Pfizer guy. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, just just some fun Biden the, bits. <laughs> certainly the Biden camp, right? There's no way that Joe no, Biden. I don't think he we could. were we were wondering if he was even awake at the end of that game. I wonder if he's alive. There's no way he was awake. <laughs> he's an old guy. He's an old guy. He's been through a lot. Yeah. Did he drink during the game? He might have had one domestic light. Maybe. Maybe a gummy. Probably not a gummy. No? You think he's anti-gummy? Hey, man. Hey, man. <laughs> what we got there? Getting no high with there, man. Uh, 20 milligrams? <laughs> 20. Seems too much. Watch you yes, that I think. What? You're going to get paranoid, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> uh, what'd you think about the overtime uh, controversial play? The fumble, not a fumble. Yeah. Is that the one that uh, brought us Shades of Dez? Yes. Want to yeah. hear a little audio with that? Sure. I got – so this is where we actually need – so it's uh, Kyle Juszczyk. Yeah. <clears throat> Diving for the first down marker. Got there. You know, but caught the ball, turned, dove for the first down marker, and as – his hand hit the ground, the ball comes loose. And that feels very, very Dez. So they actually throw it to their rules guy. Oh, he didn't take it to the ground, Gene. Yeah, Jim, what I'm looking at is he's going to the One, ground two. as he possesses. Now what you've got to look Catch. at is he takes two steps. Is the reaching for the first down considered the football move? If it is, then it's not incomplete. I That's how they ruled that. And let's let's realize that the reviews are upstairs. They're not even going to stop play and look at it again. So it was two steps, and then he's saying, "Reaching." He has now done a football move, which I think I feel like Des certainly was reaching. Yeah. But uh, they also so then another play runs, and then they go back, and they keep talking about that. That was all Brock Purdy getting that ball. And then use check finishing it off. But Gino, you know this. Once he created the football move with the two, then it's okay. Exactly, I felt like Tom. he had the possession. He was doing it. And that's the it way that rules got expanded the, over the years now. The that's Des exactly Bryant right. The Des Bryant was semi-similar to this one. He had it even longer. Those are both catches. But that's in that one. I realize it's probably uh, foolish for us to point this out as guys who talk over each other a lot. <laughs> that booth and that crew Romo's just talking well it's just Romo yeah but even that even on that clip right there like Gene is talking and Romo starts talking and then Gene starts there's just no cohesiveness at all which like, we'll hear like later Romo, in the final call of the Super Bowl as I'm trying not to do it while I know I know right? while we're yeah. but if Romo is watching a replay and so Gene's talking Romo's not listening he's going one two like yeah. he's counting the steps and all that yeah yeah but that's interesting because Sterator who I, I think is not good. Are uh, any of them? I don't know. I did, I've always enjoyed Pereira, but I don't know why. Because yeah, he's a creep. Because he's a creep. That's why Dan enjoys him. Yeah. Why is he a creep? There was that video of him looking off camera, like all and weird, he's doing and like, he's, like licking his lips and stuff. Okay, so a meme makes you define him by one little five second. Uh, mm-hmm. Define Tom Brenneman. 
Well, I would actually say <laughs> that's not a meme. That's a. <laughs> I would actually say what's worse is that a meme defined him to Blake, and then he assigned him to you as a guy you would like because yeah. he looks his lips. Because I love guys <laughs> who are makes sense for Dan who are being creepy. <laughs> um, but no, he kind of said they've expanded the rule throughout the years. So I suppose maybe they have actually talked about the Des catch, saying, "Okay, wait, sure," and redefined it. Yeah. Which. I don't know. It didn't. I didn't think it was a guaranteed catch for sure. I did not either. Well, and you were screaming, rooting for the Chiefs too. That's true. It was also overtime. <laughs> I was in. <laughs> I was on about drink four. <laughs> yeah, I had uh, more than I, you know, probably should have. You did well. I was impressed. I feel like I can hold it well. Do you yeah. think? Do yeah. you think that uh, San Francisco should He's have gone for it on fourth down? Uh, so what was it? Fourth and four. Fourth and four from the twenty. No, from the nine. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. Okay, so field goal. let's play that out. If you don't get it, now Mahomes needs a field goal to win the Super Bowl. I know. There, you're at the nine. Defense has played pretty well. Butker's obviously like a elite kicker, so I mean, that factors into it as well. He probably then, really only needs about you know what fifty yards. Yeah, I don't, I don't do that because I think if you say to your defense you have to hold Pat Mahomes to a field goal, and now you're playing that's the Shanahan I want the third possession thing. Yeah, that feels kind of doable, but then you also never know if they're on that side of the field. Do they? Boy, that would be really interesting to see if they would do a fourth and four, knowing that this field goal ties it. <clears throat> I would bet that if the Chiefs were in that situation, they would have gone for it. Well, and, and I think and now that's your the mind, difference between Mahomes and Purdy. I was yeah. going to say, your yeah. mind is, okay, can I stop Brock Purdy from leading, us, leading yeah. a field goal drive? I think so. But then you also have to say, can I stop Brock Purdy, George Kittle, Christian McCaffrey? That's what I'm saying, Debo, man. I feel like, like if you have you've got C Mac, like you got to be able to draw something up to pick up four yards inside the ten. I would think. Well, and there therein lies the if you weren't the first possession, yeah, you would have probably been thinking four downs the whole way. What if you were down three though? You're certainly kicking the field goal to tie then. Yes. As much as it pains me, I would. But then the same bit. Yeah, and I guess if you would do that, then you'd be giving the ball back to Mahomes. All he needs now is a field goal to win. This is if you know they had taken the ball first. Uh, and you're saying you have to drive to into field goal range from the 25 instead of, like you said, from the 9. Could be one play, though. What did you guys make of the, uh, like on my rewatch this morning, the whole Kelsey-Andy Reid thing? I don't know that I've ever seen that before. Yeah, it's... They seem to have a pretty copacetic, chill sideline for the most part. That was weird. You think? I thought we've Um, heard about some outbursts. I mean, Patrick has gotten on to, like... 
you know, there was the Kadarius Tony situation. Oh yeah, that would drive anyone insane. That, but that's what I'm saying is that 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 feels like an outlier. But I thought that's kind of what led B enemy out. It's just a lot of strife, including I, Tyreek Hill. I do remember hearing that Mahomes and B enemy at times did not get along so well, and definitely Tyreek. But Tyreek does that to everybody. Seems like well, I don't know. Just, I've, I, we've seen it. Before. I'll say this: I've never seen it between Reed. No, and you're right. Kelsey, you're right. But there was that. Uh, I don't remember what game it was, but they kind of botched uh, getting points before halftime in one of the playoff games, and that was a huge blow up. Yeah, but you're right. the The Kelsey and Andy Reid that was that was weird. Definitely weird. Like he's in his face. Like, can you imagine someone doing that to McCarthy? Like, what we'd be saying if they lose that game? That's the thing. Winning the game, Andy Reid afterwards said, "I love the intensity." Oh, and, blah, and yeah, blah, blah. Kelsey's yeah. like, "Well, oh, I just told him how much I loved him." Right, we can <laughs> do bits. Yeah, they lose that game. That's a that's the story. We're pointing back to that. And it was what because he wasn't in the game on the Pacheco fumble. Yeah, or yeah, that's what we heard. It was weird. Yeah, that is weird. I don't know. Andy Reid just doesn't seem like the type of coach who gets involved in that sort of thing. He handled it well. <laughs> yeah. Kind of just stood there, brushed it off. Yeah, yeah. yeah he doesn't seem like a guy who would start screaming. No. Yeah, like, hey, man, I've been around. I've had guys yell at me. Like I was To's coach. I mean, <laughs> That's right. Yeah. That's right. You know, this is nothing. Last time I was in the Super Bowl with another team, my quarterback was vomiting on his shoes. That always gave me confidence. By the way, what? Just a fellow vomiter. That if McNabb can do it? Yeah. <laughs> like, look, he's doing it in the Super Bowl. You could at least be a Super Bowl loser. Yeah. Which is pretty high. Yeah. Isn't this why we have to work the day after the Super Bowl? What do you mean? Just to talk about it. Last night. Talk about the parties. Talk about the game. I'm sure we'll go through commercials at some point. This just feels like this is what we do. The day after the Super Bowl, we got to talk about it. That's a great point, Blake. It would just be weird to not talk about it. <laughs> yeah. If we were just sitting at home, what would we be doing? Talking to each other about it. Well, yeah. Waking up now. <laughs> yeah. Well, well yeah, that might be fun. About now. Or at least kind of chilling, or, chilling through the day. Or maybe do an evening show next year. That's true. We could just kind of do it a little later. I don't know. It's it, you know what I didn't mean this to is, stop down the show. You kind of did though. It's okay. I was just saying this is a lot of fun. The last the last thing I'll say on the just the Mahomes Chiefs front is, um, it's kind of funny if you think about like with Romo, how much crap he got for like Jessica Simpson, and then like with Brady, you know, it's always like oh celebrity quarterback and like Parcells rules. Just think about all the shit that guy's been through this year. Like his brother was accused of sexual battery at a bar in Kansas City. His dad gets arrested the week before the Super Bowl for like his third DUI. His wife is now going to be in the SI swimsuit uh, issue edition, and she's all over the map, hanging out with the most famous person in the world. And he just seems to always be like, "Mm, I'm cool. Uh, What do they call it? Able to compartmentalize? Yeah. Like he's able to... It seems like it. Just focus on what is important. And but he's got a lot going on, man. <laughs> and somehow Like we joke about stuff. like Tad Prescott because he tweets. Yeah. 
Now, well, Tad Prescott hasn't been arrested. And if he has, then it didn't make news. Like, that guy's got a lot going on, man. Yeah, but while everybody's saying, is he the greatest of all time and holding him to an incredible incredible standard, impossible standard almost. I just don't think he cares about all that stuff. I mean, that's what I got out of the quarterback series is, you know, one of the episodes he's getting onto his dogs for barking loud. Like, he just seems to be just a normal dude. So yeah. I just don't know if that outside noise just affects him that much. Yeah, but that's a rare thing, though. Well, he's a he's a rare individual. Yeah. yeah. Potentially the greatest of all time. I mean, obviously, yeah, I, he's already in the Hall of Fame. Yes. Yeah, he could have. Like, if he retires tomorrow. Yeah. He's put his coach in the Hall of Fame. You say Andy Reid's a good coach, and I'm sure he's a great coach, but... Like, it does help <laughs> yeah. if you have one of those guys. Yeah, and, you know, his his deal has been somewhat team-friendly. You know, the number's eye-popping, but the way that he structured it, it helps the team out to a great degree. Right, who could have more of a claim to say, I want fully guaranteed everything yeah. than him? Yeah. But he's still going to, I mean, he knows I'm going to get that money. Yeah. And if I don't, let's say I got two hundred million and not two hundred and eighty million. Like, okay. Yeah, and they're gonna get better because I feel. It, 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 I saw somebody make this point a couple months ago, and I thought it was really interesting. As far as like defending the idea that they moved on from Tyreek Hill, was comparing it to the way that the Patriots did it for most of Brady's career, where it's like, yeah, they took a shot with Randy Moss. But for the most part, they were just like, we're just going to churn this thing over and over. And if we have that guy, we're going to be in the mix long enough to where we're eventually going to be in the Super Bowl. We're not going to throw a ton of money at XYZ you know, free agent because if we have that guy, he can make all these other guys better. And then if you can, have, if you can land a Tyreek Hill... Then so be it. ...who is that good, you can flip him for... Exactly. To help fill out. Yeah. Well, he's he's done it both ways, right? So he came in and they won with him being a cheap quarterback, cheap-ish, first round, but still on his rookie deal. Yeah. And then as he gets paid, they have to let go of some of the other people like Tyreek, and he's he done it both ways. Yeah. yeah. Thanks to uh, Richland Royal alum, Rasheed Rice. Had a really good game. He did. He certainly did. All right, how about a break? And then we can get into some Super Bowl audio and, you know, news and the regular things. Okay. All right. And Chicago's going to have to punt as well. But that's what we're looking at, Gabby, in the matchup, where the Bears are looking to shock the world. The Saints are looking to exercise some of those demons of the last few years. Got it. And going back to David Montgomery, his favorite ice cream flavor is vanilla. (laughs) You're listening to The Dumb Zone. Ah, yes. Just play it. I mean, you can't let that bio note go to waste. I mean, favorite ice cream. We were just talking about him. Can't let this escape. Force it in there, Gabby. I feel like just playing it 
You remember when he went through like three days in a row of not being upset? Yeah. No puppet. <laughs> or pretending he wasn't upset? All the flavors in the world. Vanilla. Not that interesting of a note. No. No. You know what? I have some not that interesting uh, of notes, but I do want to do... This is a quick round of viewer mail, and I have a fuller, and I want you guys to whatever, assemble. We'll have a viewer mail bag tomorrow. Okay. But this is viewer mail actually that was sitting on my doorstep. As uh, many of you know, we broadcast live to tape from high atop my garage. That's the scene we're in right now. And so people will find my address and mail us things, or... Just drop them off like yesterday during, I think it was, maybe it was before the Super Bowl or during it, but I didn't know until I talked to my wife after the whole uh, scene, the party. This was on our doorstep. And there's no note. There's no nothing. Uh, But what there is in here, there are three apples. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Now they're the red. I'm a green apple guy. I'll take them. Okay. This guy will take food. This is the chappy of our show. I know. I failed yesterday. Like he... By not bringing Tupperware. He cleaned out the... There was only a little bit of Eatsy's uh, food left, but every bit of it went to uh, Blake. I said, what, do you, what do you got? The Blake Foundation. Wings? And Take them. Uh, earplugs. <laughs> so, so I had to the- somehow explain to my wife, well, the guys said I eat apples and they can't take it, and uh, so now somebody has delivered us... Okay. <laughs> Earplugs and apples so I can eat your apples. Eat all yeah, the apples I want. Yeah. Sure. And then Great. this was uh delivered by Amazon. And uh well let's hand it to Jake because clearly it's for him and I think she wanted this. It says a gift from uh Jenny Z. I think she wanted Jake to have this <laughs> for the Super Bowl party. Okay. It's basically a baby Bjorn for pets. Oh, okay. For little Binksy. And I'm only surmising that by looking at the exact same picture that you looked at, but had such a quizzical look on your face. But it looks like, <laughs> it looks like yes, you put that around. It's a uh, front backpack and okay. put your pet in the in there. And Look at that. And I'll bet that cat, I, as uh, I, I talked on the Super Bowl stream, I went to Jake's okay. house on Saturday and I met his cat. And it is awesome. He's right. It is the most awesome cat you could ever have. So I would hope you would expect that. that reaction if you spent four figures on a cat. Stop bringing up the cost. It's, it's a expensive it, it, cat. It, it is an expensive cat, yes. So it better be this yeah. awesome. Yeah. And it really is. Yeah. Dan had a lot of fun with the cat. And the boy. Dan's great with kids. The boy is really funny. So he loves to just, and it, it's probably like I'm wistfully remembering how my kids used to be great, and now they're not. <laughs> but he's great. He's just running around. He's just nonstop energy. It's exhausting to watch him. Yes. Well. And he'll just run and then uh, just plow into something. Like, uh, certainly the pillows on the couch, he'll dive into that. And so the reason I asked you about your wife's evaluation of our Super Bowl party that wasn't the stream. Afterwards, my wife, I asked her, well, how'd everything go? She goes, ah, it was okay. Oh, no. She goes, it was kind of boring. I go, what do you mean? She goes, well, 
something would happen and I would hear eruption from upstairs. We were on a little bit of a different wavelength. And we're all down here watching the game and it, no one really had a, you know, they weren't all gambling back and forth. Yeah. There wasn't a cowboy game, so nobody really had passion for the game. They weren't pissed if something bad happens. They weren't screaming about the use check fumble or or the clock winding down or whatever. They were watching the game. Now they were enjoying uh, beverages, and she said the uh, the most memorable moment was she said one because most of it was her friends and then their husbands. You know, she's uh, friends with a lot of ladies. Although you do know there's one guy in book club, right? Oh, yeah. I told you that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, there's one guy in her uh, ladies' book club. She'll always <laughs> go, oh. The- <laughs> <laughs> so she goes, uh, so-and-so's husband got hammered. Oh, no. I'm like, oh, really? Well, that's all right. I mean, that's that's what these things are for. You have some fun. Let yeah. it go. She goes, well, he saw our love sack. And a love sack is like a uh, bean bag. Are you familiar yeah. with a love sack? Okay, yeah. big. Uh, I've had we've had it for fifteen or so years. I used to sleep on one at the old station. And I think I told you when I'm watching little Carter dive into the couch. I'm like, that's what my kids. They would just run, you know, take a real looping run around the whole downstairs, pick up and a little speed, dive into the yeah. love sack. Yeah, and then or I'd take them and I'd throw them in, and then they'd land. It was it was just. The love sack was tons of fun. Well, apparently this guy who had too much to drink felt like he was a two and a half year old boy. <laughs> why would why didn't he come up here? And he was over in the kitchen by the Eatsies and everything, and then he saw the love sack over so he's on the <laughs> he made a far side of the kitchen, made a beeline and dove into it. <laughs> this happened downstairs. How did we miss this? And that it kind of exploded like the, oh no oh no it ripped or the the zipper part yeah. ripped open and then my wife was like oh. <laughs> like she's she's like I've had this thing for so long it's great you know we leave it over in the corner of the living room and you can kind of lay on it if you want or whatever and it's really more of a dog bed these days well if if my wife was present for that I did not get that report okay but then, she left it like half so he probably was still oh she did uh third quarter that's like right that. now that I'm Realize yeah. it. You left with Binion in a in a in an Uber. Yeah. Safe. Where's he live? Um, like Richland Hills area. Okay. But he's not so much. Uh, you didn't get one Uber. No, we took it to my house and we hung out for a little bit. And then he. Okay. He's more of a guy. Okay. He wasn't doing a lot of drinking. A little bit, but doesn't too much. Okay. He wasn't crashing into the love sack. Okay. Well, anyway, so thanks. There's a little uh, viewer mail respite, Blake, that we could put right in the middle of everything. Yeah. So when can I bring the cat? I'd say any time. Yeah, how about Thursday? We're doing a video. Let's do it. Bring I'm the a- cat. And you got the little thing. And I'm, yeah. al- I'm allergic. <sighs> are you making that up? Dude, are you just going to crap on are you every it idea we have? We can't joking, go to France. We can't bring the cat. I, I can't tell because Blake is full of bits. In fact, oh yeah. <laughs> okay, let's release this bit. <laughs> I forgot about this. <laughs> we could replay this Thursday when we're replaying good moments, but I was I woke up this morning laughing about this. Okay, so 
one of the people we invited was Cray Trey. Yes. Trey he was Mitchell. in the gallery. Mm-hmm. Former ticket guy. Um, definitely, you might know stories of Cray Trey watching my house. He looks great, by the way. Was Cray Trey on hand? For Fahey? For Fahey passing out on my porch? 100%. And me, okay, he was the one watching my house then. Yeah, I believe he threw himself a little party. Over the years, we've had, I've always used, it's always been from the intern's tree. Sure. So I've had, uh, you know, TC, intern Ryan was before him, I think. I don't know if you knew Ryan Long at all. I do. Uh, he was awesome. Like, I would have loved to just use Ryan for the, his whole life, but then it's like he turned 40, and he's like, <laughs> like dude, I, 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 I think my wife it. and my two kids don't want me to go watch your house <laughs> for, for a week, and I'm like, all right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And apparently, I'm not that much of a higher income than, because I remember, like, uh, Frito, R.I.P. Frito, would actually, even though he was married, he would go house sit for Groobs' dad. Because it's a big upgrade to go stay in a mansion. Sure. But apparently Ryan and I were close enough well, yeah. in, in financial thing. Like, he's like, that's not that cool to go stay at your house, you know? It was when I was in college and I lived in an apartment. Okay. So, so I'll just take you back like three years. And I got back from vacation. And... When someone is at your house that's not you and they're there for an extended period of time, sometimes you'll open up Netflix and it will say, uh, recently watched. And like, well, I didn't recently watch you know, Armageddon or whatever. Oh, yeah, Trey was watching the house. He must have watched that. Yeah, we do with this, for example, like at the lake. Uh, the ho- Your rental home. Yeah. Yeah, so people use your thing. So I just flipped on uh, YouTube was going back to recently watched because I was watching some, you know, Norm MacDonald on Letterman, something. And I'm just like, oh, I just want to finish that. <clears throat> and on my YouTube recently watched, there was a breastfeeding video. It was like a how-to or whatever, a breastfeeding video. And then I scrolled down and the next one was a breastfeeding video. And then I scrolled down and we keep going down. There was like six or seven of them and one of them even was like a dog breastfeeding video like a dog was on the on the teat yeah <laughs> i didn't click on any of these but i thought oh my god like like trays into <laughs> like watching somebody feed yeah feed and and yeah so what did I do? I immediately told you guys. <laughs> yeah. Like the first thing I did was like, "Yeah, hey guys, guess what?" Uh, and then I mean we've referred to it back and forth for sure, but it yeah, didn't whatever mean, you're into, man. It didn't mean we weren't like Trey has watched my house two or three times since then. Yeah, it's like I've hung out with him since then. So he's into that. Now it was in the back of my mind, but it wasn't like. Right. I, I'm going to cast this man off. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay, fine. That's You're into weird stuff. Whatever. Who uh, who amongst us mm-hmm. can't say they haven't uh, whatever? So it's like, okay. But it's just, yes, it's always in the back of my mind. He's the guy that likes breastfeeding videos. <laughs> <laughs> and so last night, we're introducing everybody, and Trey says, hey, man, um... 
you never said anything, but what was it like when, when Blake told you about my bit? And I go, what? Well, he was just sitting there, and I said, hey, I got to come clean about something. Okay, so he didn't rec- He didn't bring it up. I'm sorry. He, he all this time, assumed that you never found the search history. So he didn't know that you knew. And so when he was just sitting there, you know, this has been on my mind for a little while. Uh, and I just said, hey, I never told Dan and Jake that you watched breastfeeding videos on his YouTube. And it all kind of hit the three of you at the same time. <laughs> so you're saying, so he did that as a bit. Yeah. And he texted me, hey, I'm watching Dan's house and I put a bunch of breastfeeding videos on his YouTube. Let me know if he finds it. I said, okay, we'll do. Okay. Because I got back Monday and I'm like, I let you know right then. And as I was sitting in the meeting room and you came, you sat down and you were clearly bothered by something. Yeah. He shut the door. He's like, I, I got to tell you guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he tells the story of finding the videos. And I just thought, this is too much fun to spoil. Can this guy be trusted? So I just let the two of you think that that was real for a couple of years. <laughs> so much so that sometimes I would bring it up, you know, every once in a while, uh, yeah, Trey's into breastfeeding. He would. And then even on the show, when it would come up, I would make him play the Cray Trey laugh just to see you two react to it. Jesus Christ. Diabolical. And uh, it was worth it. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> So you held on to that for three years, and you never... So he did... Yeah, like you said, he assumes, oh, Dan must have never seen it because Blake never told me that Dan said something about Correct. it. Correct. Right. He's playing both sides. But this whole way, like, yes, if you trusted Blake with a bit, he might think a funnier bit is if two people think that you're really into breastfeeding videos. <laughs> <laughs> and to be honest, that is a funnier bit. Am I, wrong? I would agree. <laughs> I would agree with that. But for us, yeah. I don't know about for the poor guy who like we didn't I've been blink looking an sideways eye. at him. For- yeah, we're, but we never like we're like, "Oh, I can't believe that he's <laughs> Well, we're I like, mean, yeah, I don't know, checks out. You sure. know, to be fair, we he, do he have into that. somewhat of a history with this. We had a we had an intern one time that uh was oh, trying yeah. to hook up with an escort, I think. Yeah. And uh did it from the bad radio Gmail. And like he didn't delete his draft. And the the shocking part about that one was he he listed like his actual dimensions, which were not impressive. No, it was like <laughs> I'm five four, two forty. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's like okay. Like, like I saw you're in town this weekend. I'm five four, two forty. But baby. I suppose if she's an escort, she's yeah gonna probably go okay. I'm that that email speaking. might still be in there. I don't think anybody ever deleted that draft. Oh it, no, that's it, it was like yeah, love Asian ladies, something like that. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like he was trying to email Learfield for a homer call or something, and <laughs> yeah, and decided to his email. Yeah, man, that's uh. But like I told Trey, I thought had it affected y'all's relationship, I probably would have come clean. But well, was... I, I, you know, I mean, I think maybe it's uh more instructive that it really didn't. We were just like, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> And but, you apparently aren't concerned that it's going to affect your relationship with Trey moving forward. Like, oh, if Trey stops confiding in me, I'm 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 cool. Uh, yeah, we're probably I got, all right. I got the, the I, juice of the squeeze. I didn't have to scroll very far to find that text. Yeah, <laughs> he's not exactly. 
But my favorite part was when oh, I started man. telling the story, Jake was like, hey, no, don't bring this up. <laughs> because he didn't know this was a bit. Yeah. He didn't want the Trey breastfeeding <laughs> thing coming up. Yeah, like, you're going to say this publicly? <laughs> Sorry, Trey. Oh, good times. Okay. Back to sports. That's for your timestamp. Thanks, man. I do what I can for you. Which is very little. Um, so the way we split this up today is I went through the first half and then the first half of overtime and then Jake went through the second half and then the second half of overtime. And I got a bunch of stuff. I already played you the use check fumble stuff, which was more uh, informative. Now let's get to the bits. Uh, Early on, Romo was really hammering this, and I labeled this as Romo is projecting onto Purdy. I really loved the idea to kick this ball off for Kansas City. You want Purdy to have to feel the weight of this. He has He's going to have a hard time breathing when he walks out there right now. So send him out there. Make him feel the moment. This is about Kyle Shanahan making it easy for him. Screens, little stuff, get him into the game. Just as far as the... Tough time breathing. I know he's really nervous in this big game. Now maybe he can handle it. Because perhaps Romo was that way as well. Um, again, I think the same thing. He was doing the same thing after... Uh, the early fumble. Part of this game today, Jim, is handling your nerves. Some of that stuff, you expect these guys to just be the same guy, but early in these games, it really, you have to handle that kind of just extra, you know, your blood's boiling and everything. It's just handle it the right way. Like like I said, he's just hammering this. Yeah. Let him calm down and get into the game. That was an easy one to try and have two plays that were going to be like, let's get it all back, right? You're nervous. You feel like, darn it, we should be scoring. Just make it simple. Punt the ball. Your defense played great on the first possession. Okay. But he eventually went away from that. Man, I don't want to dislike him. But as I sat there and rewatched the second half this morning, I'm like, I don't know if I enjoy this anymore. I don't know. Uh, he's still – what I do like is, is he's very unique. There's He's no not doubt about that. Trying to copy someone and But it's just right and like and right and like and like and Jim. right. And he is doing some pretty good analysis of the plays and He does do that. Which I suppose is at the core of it what you're looking for. Okay, so Jim Nance I don't like. No. Who does? And what were we we played some audio or did something earlier where oh it was the uh the Nickelodeon broadcast from a few years ago where his favorite flavor is is vanilla. Like, you didn't need to work that in. That is not an interesting note. She's I feel like 14 well, <laughs> and on her first broadcast. Well, I feel like Jim Nance, though, he brings some notes and he's like, I'm using this note. No matter what. I'm using this note somewhere. We'll start with a Brock Purdy note. The career timeline for Brock Purdy. Well, we know all about... The last pick coming out of Iowa State. His first ever pass attempt was in a game against Kansas City. Ah, uh, interesting. Wow. Full circle. And now they're playing. Oh, yeah, that's, that's the same team. <laughs> He's got one for Trent Williams. Listen, Trent Williams, who came into the league as the first draft pick in Washington, 
by Kyle's father, Mike Shanahan. Mm. <laughs> Romo, mm. they're going to hand you a pack of notes. <laughs> you don't have to use most of them. Uh, he just mentioned uh, the Shanahans. Mm-hmm. You talked about Kyle Shanahan and his father trying to become the first father-son combo to win a Super Bowl. His dad won two back-to-back. In fact, he went back in 97-98. McCaffrey's father won three Super Bowls, so they got to have their own. Yeah. Passing down through the generation story. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's true. Yeah. <laughs> um, could he find a fun fact from a referee? Ball start. Offense number 53. Five-yard penalty, still fourth down. Bill Venovich was also the referee when these two met in Super Bowl 54. Okay, wow. I wow, guess we dude. can. Yeah, okay. I guess we can. Um, there's only like 10 of them who are crew chiefs. That's not that unique at all. Okay, let's see. Who made this tackle? Do I have something next to his name? On first down. Trouble. And a sack. That's Chase Young who got to him first. They traded for him back on November 1st from Washington. I don't know. I just don't know if that fits Lord. right there. But that's what they did. Um, that was entirely useless. 10 nothing, San Francisco. Jawan Jennings, when he was at Tennessee, once threw a Hail Mary at the end of the game on CBS to beat Georgia. This pass was in the air so long it felt like a Hail Mary of its own and a touchdown for the Niners. That's the worst clip you've ever played. <laughs> was that just a was that just a CBS plug? <laughs> what the Like it's a touchdown that he threw. Yeah. But it really was Golly. not relating. Yeah. That's horrible. He uh, had another one on Purdy in overtime. Well, you saw it. His only other career overtime game was in this very stadium on New Year's Day a year ago. Okay. Awesome. Okay. So I guess they were playing Raiders, but it was in that stadium. It was in that stadium, yeah. And now I have a uh, triple for you. Okay. So we're coming out of break, and um, this one features just Nance being an old F, and it's funny hearing what Nance is promoting or talking about. We have Romo projecting and then chased by a Nance fun fact. Shout out to Cascade for entertaining the crowd during the breaks. Showing the DJ. Doing his thing. <laughs> and in that first quarter, Purdy was 8 out of 10 for 105 yeah. yards. And he's doing his thing as well. And right now, he's showing the nerves. He's been able to handle it. And what a start by Shanahan to get him into the game. And now he's taking the ball downfield. That's the second. These are their situations you've got to watch out for against Spagnola. By the way, is the uh, first scoreless first quarter in a Super Bowl. Oh, no. Since the Patriots no. and Rams five years ago in Atlanta. Who did that game? Uh, you did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking it's you now. I remember the great punts in that game. There were a few beauties. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Who did the, that uh, game? The very rare triple. And then before I uh, hand it to you for your audio. Oh, actually, I have two more. Um, 
<laughs> I don't know if this is going to make you like Romo more. 52-yard punt that time. Well, we're halfway through the second quarter. All we have on the board is a field goal. Take it to the commercial there, Mr. Romo. We're making a big change to Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Was this their worst broadcast of the year? Well, tell me after this last one. Because where where was the game? What city? Vegas. I wonder if we can work that in somehow. 19-19. 19 is usually a pretty winning hand here in this city, but <laughs> tonight it only played. Stop it. The only way you're tie is to bust and get 22. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You got to lay it on the line right now. Bust to win. <laughs> Trying to settle the push. Second 12. It's confusing. Just a little At bit best. much. <laughs> Just a little bit much. Uh, we did have some streakers on the field, which uh, I found this interesting because apparently Romo's been told. I feel like Romo's the type of guy who's like said to the producers, like, why can't we show this or talk about it? Mm-hmm. I they, would absolutely say that to the producers. Of course, yeah. <laughs> and the nine to as Hartman is wrestled down. Oh, we got... People on the field. Oh my goodness, we do. We got a streaker on the other. Well, here's a partial streaker. Partial streaker. Yeah. (laughs) But we can't talk about it. And one thing though, they have not pressured all game. That lets you know that he's been told, like, dude. They might have right there in their ear been going. Don't talk about it. Yeah. 100. percent Now uh, this is the walk-off touchdown. Did did anyone see anything from that? Certainly a phone. Uh, I've seen some phone video, uh, just shirtless. Oh, okay. The guy had like stuff written on his chest, like a hashtag. But I okay. Hmm. There was no uh, Uh, QR code. (laughs) Yeah, scan the QR code. Yeah, there was no uh, uh, glue or (laughs) chains involved. Hmm. Well, then we're not going to get the guy on. That's right. Um. This right here, before we get to the podium stuff, is just absolutely embarrassing. This is a walk-off overtime touchdown for back-to-back Super Bowl wins for what might be the greatest quarterback of all time and one of the greatest coaches, and Romo just can't shut up. I mean, this is an Andy Reid drive special. What does that even mean, by the way? What does that even mean? Um, Nobody knows. They went down the field. (laughs) I mean, this is an Andy Reid drive special. And the reason for everyone at home why you're not taking a timeout, just so everyone knows, is because it's just the first quarter in overtime. That's how you have to think of it, okay? The reason they're not taking it out because we don't just say at zero, we end the game. Explaining the rules. Which is very good, yeah. I, I could use that. It's the end of the first quarter, and you move to the second quarter. That's right, because I can only feel the number of people out there being like, what's going on? Are they being like that, or are they just thinking that? They are like what's going on. I was like what's going on. <laughs> can only feel the number of people out there being like, what's going on? First and goal. Mahomes plays it. It's there! Hartman! Jackpot! Kansas City! Okay, we're going we're gonna to back this up. So what is he? Did he yell Super Bowl? You can hear Romo, as Mahomes is throwing the pass to the flat, go for the Super Bowl. Even though the play-by-play guy... Like we did is calling the play. Yeah, and we're what are we want? We're no, we're watching this <laughs> yeah. thing uh, for the Stanley Cup. 
Mahomes flings it. It's there! Hartman! Jackpot! Kansas City! But wait, back it up again. Uh, he had jackpot in his back pocket for oh, a yeah. for sure, Vegas, for Vegas Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. But Romo was having none of it. Like he doesn't do that in Minnesota. No. First and goal. Mahomes flings it. It's there. Hartman. Jackpot. Sounds like a drop. Yeah. And this was the Andy Reid special. This was the Andy Reid special we talked about. He was saving all day. He's gonna fake a motion to go across. And at that moment, he turns and goes back. Hartman, who they didn't have, right? And they go get Hartman right? and bring him back. And the game-winning drive of Mahomes' career, he's been waiting for. He's won Super Bowls, but he's never had it in an overtime. He is the best. He is the standard. Where Michael Jordan wins it again. Such word salad. That is the worst call to end a Super Bowl that has ever been produced. He is the best. You just need Michael to let Jordan. it breathe, right? Yes. Like, just let. I'm sorry, I just did right, but just let Nance right. hit it's, his call it's and television. let it breathe. We're not going to it. This is the end of the season. Yeah. Television, you're watching the celebration. Yeah, the confetti's coming down, it's, and everybody's everybody's well aware it's for the Super Bowl. It's uh, and, <laughs> and he just starts talking for 30 seconds. He's like, he's always wanted it. It's Michael Jordan, right? He's never had an overtime come Listen back. to this. And this was the this was the Andy Reid special we talked about. He was saving all day. He's going to fake a motion to go across. And at that moment, he turns and goes back. Hartman, who they didn't have, right? And they go get Hartman and bring him back. And the game-winning drive of Mahomes' career, he's been waiting for. He's won Super Bowls, but he's never had it in an overtime. He is the best. He is the standard. Where Michael Jordan wins it again. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck is he talking about? It's so confusing. <laughs> it's so like, it's confusing. It's like, oh, and then he saw Hartman. Oh, but he wasn't here, and then they got him back, back, and then he's in, and it's You like, don't even have to analyze the play. He doesn't have an overtime win, and now he's got an overtime. He's Michael Jordan, and he's... <laughs> you don't have to analyze the play at all. It's the last play of the NFL season. Just let it breathe. You know Nance is just sitting there like, Jesus, dude. I did the jackpot thing. <laughs> right. I thought we were good at that point. Yeah, and then that's how the video is supposed to go. Yeah. The, you know, when they're on their, you know, the year of the Chiefs DVD they right. put out or SI whatever. SI or yeah, something, yeah. yeah. He did the same for the draw and bland interception. He did. And played the audio. Yeah. This is when you lay out, you listen to the crowd, you watch you watch the video. All right, I'm going to play you a little bit from the podium. <laughs> He's so excited. <laughs> this is a sounds dirty. Andy. You had to come back from 10 points down again, and then you had all this pressure of having to tie the game late in the fourth quarter, down three in overtime. How did this team pull it off? Why does Nance, how did this team pull it off? Down three in overtime. How did this team pull it off? Well, there's no doubt. I mean, the guys were great. Uh, defense played out of their mind. Huh? How about that D, baby? How about that D? How about yeah. that D, baby? Mm-hmm. Um, Blake says there's a weird laugh in this one, but I also think it's just interesting. <sighs> just the whole Mahomes family thing. I love the guy, but the fact that he has to like shout out his wife, I don't know. Being the underdog the last three games in the playoffs, maybe a lesson learned for everybody else out there in the future. Yeah, just know that the Kansas City Chiefs are never underdogs. Just know that. <laughs> 
He machine gun Kermited. <laughs> yeah, just know that the Kansas City Chiefs are never underdogs. Just know that. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I know it means the world to have Brittany and your children up here, Sterling and Bronze, to share this as a family. Yeah, 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 yeah. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? You heard. I didn't. How did I not know this? I didn't know either. How would it, how would that not be the? F- I think I knew Sterling, but I don't know that I knew Sterling and Bronze. Well, okay, you're saying it's he's got to shout him out. I mean, Nance, it's Nance. It's, oh, but why? What does it mean? He it's, does that with Romo too. Oh, Candace. Candace here. <laughs> oh my God, what a piece! He's so horny. Yeah. Brittany and your children up here, Sterling and Bronze, to share this as a family and with your Chiefs family, too. Yeah, it means the world. Just um, the, the whole family of Kansas City and Chiefs Kingdom is special. Um, Brittany's a great... <laughs> this is a little bit of a weird... Yeah. The whole family of Kansas City and Chiefs Kingdom is special. Um, Brittany's a great, a great wife with two great kids. I can't ask for anything better than this, man. We're Super Bowl champs, Kansas City. I'll see y'all uh, at the parade. Let's do it, baby. That's parade's coming up. Congratulations. Yeah, we know the parade's coming up. Yeah, big stance. <laughs> All right. So the last one I have for you. I feel like. The hardcore NFL fan is probably pretty tired of Travis Kelsey, even aside from uh, Taylor Swift. Don't you think? I mean, I love the guy. I love watching him house fireball shots at the parade, and but I think people are kind of tired of his bit. He doesn't care. <laughs> Jeez, King! By the way, this man is, engaged, oh. is about to be engaged to the most famous female entertainer possibly of all time. Viva Las Vegas! Viva! Viva Las Vegas! <laughs> hey, Elvis never had it better than that right there. Let me tell you, to win this one when we met Thanks, a couple Jim. of days ago. You're 80. You know, you said... And I'm not looking ahead, but we got a lot more we want to do here, baby. You oh, said yeah. we want we want a three-peat. How about that? Well, you know, the goal's always been to get three. But we couldn't get here without getting the two and having that target on our back all year. And I love these guys right here. The men that we just won this thing with, family forever, baby. I couldn't be more proud of you guys. And how about it? We get a chance to do it three times in a row. How do you get excited for that, baby? You go party in Las Vegas and get back to it. Hey, you still got to fight for your right, don't you? Uh, you got to fight uh, for your right. Uh, Believe it, baby. I'll see you all next year. Thank you, Travis. Thank you, Travis. There you go. You still got to fight for your right, right? <laughs> Elvis never had it better than this. <laughs> I'm pretty, actually so there you go. Good. I'm pretty sure <laughs> the Nickelodeon broadcast I watched was better than the one y'all watched. Prove that, it. That sounded horrible. Do you horrible. have audio for us today? Yeah. 
Well, I, I just want one more thing about just what Kelsey, if I can uh, get some smelling salts and get some of my life force back. <laughs> yeah. Just the, uh, you know, Micah complains about the target on their back. Mm-hmm. Everybody always brings their best game for the Cowboys. <laughs> Everybody double teams me. You don't think Travis, Kelsey, they're especially now without Tyreek, that any defensive coordinator is pretty aware of Travis Kelsey's whereabouts at all time, and he still ended up with the most catches and 90 yards. And uh, You know, you don't think the Chiefs have the target and, and everybody's really up for the Chiefs every time? I mean, the Chiefs are the current dynasty. It's a big game. It's always at night, right? It's not – it's whatever. It's – but uh, – yeah, but it is it is that was good stuff. It is kind of interesting though that just the mere fact that they were not favored by Viva Las Vegas three games in a row, they were able to wear this like underdog thing. Yeah, they've got Patrick Effing Mahomes. Right, they were the preseason favorites to win the title, and yet because they were like a slight betting dog three weeks in a row, they're like, well, no one believed. Right, you're the, right. You're the Chiefs. Okay, you won the Super Bowl last year. You were probably like minus a thousand to win it this year. So, uh, whatever. And you Vegas's know. job with those lines is to get as much money as they can. Yeah, on both and sides, and that's why they do that. Still works out for the psyche of the player. Viva! Viva! <laughs> so the Nickelodeon broadcast, uh, I'll say, has changed over the years because we played some audio from Gabby, and I think their initial bit was let's try to introduce the NFL to the younger generation. So let's put a teenage girl in the booth and the whole time just try to cater football to her. You know, they'd slime the end zone and they'd, you know, they'd have young Dylan on the sideline and it was just a very kid broadcast. But this one was very SpongeBob centered, which I feel like is a 90s kid thing. Like he may have been, you may have missed out on that. Yeah. But the people my age, like that was right in the wheelhouse. And I watched, I was a huge SpongeBob guy. So the booth is Noah Eagle, of course, who's still great. <laughs> Nate Burleson. I can't hear the the name Noah without Yeah. Noah Naysayer. <laughs> Yesterday. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Noah Eagle. Noah Eagle, son of Ian Eagle. Uh Nate Burleson. And then they had the the voices of SpongeBob and Patrick in the booth. So it was like a four-man booth. Bill Faggerback. Oh, really? And whoever the voice of SpongeBob is. Uh, the guy from Mr. Show, right? Well, Tom Kenny? Really? This yeah, this I, I didn't know that. This sounded yeah. like an imposter SpongeBob, so I don't know. But the whole time, like, they're just doing a set. Like, Bill Faggerback is trying to bring up whatever. Like, it, it is Did just a non Did we ever get Bill Faggerback on? Of course. He was on the show uh, the day that we were in the hang zone. Yes. Oh, in the uh, the in hang zone business. Austin's, yeah. Okay. In the mall. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so it was a momentous day for all. Rather than just play you a bunch of clips, <laughs> I have I have two plays here that I want to play you, and this kind of encompasses the whole thing. All right. Here's <laughs> okay. the, here's the soup of the Nickelodeon broadcast. Second down for Purdy over the middle. Oh, that's a catch for Samuel. This time he put it right on the money. Wow. What a catch. And he took a couple of hits. 
Debo Samuel is one of those big physical wide receivers and check this out he's going to work his way right in there and after the catch he's going to keep his feet moving and boom 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 so they got sound effects during so sound effects during the game during it, the replay yeah you hear that little hit those are bubbles the game is played underwater ah. the super bowl was played in bikini bottom okay now and it you know we watched a little bit of the toy story broadcast earlier in the year from Andy's room mm-hmm. and it didn't go so well this was pulled off perfectly you liked it where they uh instead of the dome they made it to where it was just like open water like to where it looked like a stadium like in the ocean Hmm. like in when they when they would pan across the booth you know they'd be in like uh, the little uh bikini bottom part and it was just like it looked aesthetically looked awesome but yeah the they have random sound effects they have bubbles back (laughs) it up a little because i talked over I'll go back a few seconds. Work his way right in there. And after the catch, he's going to keep his feet moving. And boom, boom, boom. Takes a couple of hits. He's so strong. He is really strong. SpongeBob Patrick, you want to hear a fun fact about Debo Samuel? Yeah. See, he wears the number 19. He has 19 rushing and 19 receiving touchdowns in his career. So all 19 across the board. Wow. Is he just going to hold there? Like, if he gets more, does he have to change his number? I don't know. I think we're going to have to find out. I want to know who did all that counting. A lot of counting, a lot of math, but I don't like, oh, big hit on McCaffrey, but he's going to get right back up after the catch. If I was Christian McCaffrey, my best friend would be Trent Williams. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I don't want to say, hey, best buddy Trent, I want to run over there. Help yeah. me out. Yeah, in case you didn't know, there's Trent Williams. He is oh, six yeah. foot five, 320 pounds. And Noah could be the best athlete on the team. Impressive. Wow. And check it out, his favorite holiday, Christmas. Favorite ice cream, cookies and cream. That is a solid oh, thing. Oh, he likes football. Yeah. Oh, I love you too, Trenty. <laughs> All right. That does sound like Tom Kenny. I don't know if... Really? Uh, okay. I, I've never watched SpongeBob, which is why I will, you know, congratulate myself on the spur of the moment. Hey, imitate Bill Fagerback doing Patrick. Unbelievable. Actually sounds like Patrick. Yeah. When I first no, did, did great. it at the Super Bowl, and I had never, I've, I've never watched SpongeBob. I, I struggle to believe that because it's so impressive. But I know that you're an honest man. Yeah. So that we sounds had like there, a beating, Blake. Um, <laughs> <coughs> lot yeah, of, it sounds like watching like maybe a series. Yeah, and then you'd be out. A lot of numerology, as you heard there. Yeah. Uh, a lot of fun fact, boy. Ton of fun Nance facts. Must be really jealous. <laughs> so many fun facts. Why didn't I think of uh, that? A lot of forced humor. Boy, I'd love to see Nance demoted to this broadcast. <laughs> you know, SpongeBob. <laughs> uh, like, give me some Iron Eagle. He would hundred percent uh, Ike's Pond himself. I bet Noah Eagle and Romo would be better. Yes, of course. Oh, I, Noah no doubt. Eagle is good. Yeah, he's sucks, but he's. I have to admit it. He is, he obviously has to do this bit, which it gets worse, but here, here's another play. But he's good. So a loss of 12 officially, so now second, and I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 22. Over the middle, and that is a completion. This one of Noah Gray. I like his first That Noah Eagle singing? Yeah. What was that about? They were very aware of Taylor Swift. Oh, okay. Is that a Taylor Swift song? Yeah. Okay. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 22. Okay, I'm not sure. Yeah, that's... uh, I would think Noah Eagle's going to leave the bits up to... SpongeBob and Patrick. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's 30. He's right in the wheelhouse. All right, so a loss 
He's not even 30. Really? This one of Noah Gray. I like his first name. Nice first oh, name. That's a pretty good name. I know, I know a few Noahs. You know a Noah? I know a Noah. <laughs> nice. Noah <laughs> I don't believe there's a Noah Mahomes, but maybe one day there might be. All right, Andy Reid looking Andy. at that sheet right there. He's so trying to call stung. his best plays on this drive. And don't be surprised if they pull out a trick play. You know, Nate, uh, actually, I thought this was the drive where Andy Reid was going to call his worst plays. <laughs> I thought that's what he was going to save it for. Yeah, now, bro, I'm going to ruin your day. How old is he? I mean, and I knew this. He's 26. 26? Yeah. Dang, man. He's got the Clippers job? Yeah. He's going to be in your life until you die. No, I, that's what Think I thought. Think about was, it that way. Watching this game, I thought, you know, one day I'm going to tell my kids, hey, I watched Noah Eagle do a SpongeBob broadcast. Unless he develops some sort of nasty coke habit, he will be in all three of our lives. Or pulls a Brenneman or uh, <laughs> some Me Too-ish, although we're not really caring about Me yeah, Too we're anymore. Yeah, kind of fine. Go ahead. Slap a little bottom. Yeah. Let me play you one more. I mean, why is she wearing that? <laughs> totally. Uh, I'm gonna, it's it's going to start with a report. I want you to know. I want you to see if you know who this is. The Super Bowl always brings out the biggest celebrities, and here in Bikini Bottom, it is no different at all. Check it out. Nah, I got nothing for you. All right, let me back it up here. All right, we get set here, and let's check back in with our own Dylan Schefter. Oh. How do you think she got this job? Man. Well, she didn't Is have she... to do it the old-fashioned way. She didn't have to sleep with people to get it. <laughs> <laughs> she got she... the Nepo. You think she's she at the University of Missouri or... On a Nickelodeon TV show, oh, man, that's, Any, that's tough. I don't. How how on earth could she have gotten this position? Maybe she's great, just like Noah Eagle, and you get your foot in the door and you do well. But I don't know. Is she the? Is she his real kid or is she the nine eleven kid? <laughs> Explain. You don't remember that story? I think Bob did a segment on it once upon a time. He married like a nine eleven widow. Yeah, and he wrote a book called "The Man I Never Met." I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. Like he wrote a book, like. I mean, it's just all-time cucking. Yeah, I got to imagine that's yeah. kind of the Shane. Yeah. You know, his girlfriend used to date a Navy SEAL or something. Right. It's, you're never going to live up. That That's not who you want to marry. Yeah. Although, a nice little nest egg. Little, uh, little city pension. Little 9-11 fund. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't want to play the rest of this. It's. <laughs> it's I love just, what you played. It's, yeah, I it's, like it. Okay, okay. Um, they they flash to the crowd and uh, they take celebrities and make them fish, and you through. I'm sorry. Through puns, turn them into a fish. Yeah. Okay. So not make them actually cast a rod. Cast a rod. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Lepron James. Okay. Do you want to hear more? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then it ends in a very funny way. I thought. All right, we get set here, and let's check back in with our own Dylan Schefter. The Super Bowl always brings out the biggest celebrities, and here in Bikini Bottom, it is no different at all. Check it out. Here we have LeBron James hanging out with Thin Diesel, and don't forget about Billie Eilish, because she's also here, and let's not forget Harry 
Sing Styles because um, he looks amazing. Sign of the times, Justin Bieber. These are real celebrities. And his wife mm. Haley in the babes. The babes. Well, I got a question. Yeah. Do you think Beebs will show up at halftime? Oh, I think that there's quite the possibility. Oh. How about Leonardo DiCaprio? He's got the man bun look He's down. Paul McCartney. He's McCartney. Sir Paul McCartney. He was in the Beatles, just in case you didn't know. And both these teams are not trying to let it be. Oh. <laughs> They're trying to find a way to the end. Get him out of here. Get him out of here. <laughs> there were so many. I was enjoying the fish names. Yeah. They did the. <laughs> but apparently, did... we can't find one for Leo and uh, whoever else he was. No, Bieber and Bieber. Yeah. It was really funny because they put, they put Paul McCartney on the Herring screen. Styles. So they flashed Bieber up there. Nothing. They flashed uh, Leo up there. Nothing. Paul McCartney, and they have to put a graphic. He was a beetle. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, Noah had to bring it. Uh, well, I guess uh, you can't just let it be. be. That was awesome. <laughs> that all it, you got? It, yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't horrible. It was exhausting. Yeah, but just no, as I'm exhausting tired. as Nance and Romo. It's like watching Jake's kid. <laughs> <laughs> all right, close, Super Bowl. Close out Super Bowl, and it's Mav season, Bubba. We're on fire. Well, we'll do a follow up. <laughs> <laughs> you guys got jerseys last night. What? Oh, yeah, we did. Your Mavs yeah. Romo jersey. Oh, that's right. Uh, Luis? I think Who gave so. us yeah. those? I think it was from Luis, yeah. Okay, yeah. We, got, Luis. we have a lot of gear, man. So much gear. Dude, have I showed you in the closet like how much stuff. has piled up? <laughs> I can't like, imagine. We have to get a studio <laughs> just to put all this stuff. We now have a... I don't even know what to do with that. A I mean, Jenna Ryan show sign. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. Confusing. Go to our YouTube page. You can see that. Anyway, yeah, we'll follow up more. Uh, more Super Bowl stuff, you know, as the days continue. Uh, are you prepared for a news today? Sure. Here's Jake with the I didn't know how you wanted to treat the day after the Super Bowl. Um, I know you didn't want to work. <laughs> you were the one who suggested it. I know. How does this keep falling back on me? You know, we talked about this. I, I feel like patient zero for this type of story is when we talked about the Michigan governor who somebody attempted to kidnap. And I think that's whenever I uh, first introduced the theory that I want the lowest stakes job possible. Podcasting? <laughs> Pretty low. No one's going to kidnap you? Pretty low. A Dallas dentist is being sued by the family of an 82-year-old who died after dental surgery. You would think any medical thing. Anytime an 82-year-old gets put under, it's probably like a yeah, a risk. Yeah, being sued by the patient's children, the lawsuit contends that the dentist should have never performed the oral surgery on the 82-year-old woman. You ever have to have your dog put under? Yeah. Because they done make that you sign a bunch of stuff. like Quite a few times, actually. And you're reading it, it's like, whoa, like, he could die. And you're... D- to get his teeth off cleaned? the hook. Yeah, teeth cleaned is the main one. Yeah. It's like, damn. I don't know. Is it worth it? Uh, anyway, so what happened? What are they saying? Well, they're, they're suing saying, saying that you you should have never been performing the surgery. And and it just makes me think of like I don't I guess I don't really know any doctors. I have a few friends who are like RNs, and then obviously Blake's wife. But it feels like Kind of in the background of your job somewhere is like I could get in real trouble here. <laughs> yeah, 
for perhaps an honest yeah just a, just a mistake yeah no she's uh really panicked before because you know she has to give meds and pull them all at the same time and has accidentally come home with one ooh it's like oh geez if they think I stole this I'm in huge trouble yeah and then they all kind of look the same but if sure, you put the yeah. wrong one in a yeah. the wrong bottle yeah you know the other thing that happens too it's funny cuz we were talking about this on uh, the recent vacation that I took where I was not working <clears throat> that's mm-hmm. kind of what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, a buddy of mine's doctor, like, got really addicted to prescription pills because you can just like write your own scripts. Yeah, and like I think got whatever the word for that is, not debarred. I'd be a lawyer, but like he Dis- can't practice disbarred? anymore. Disbarred. Yeah, but like. The guy just was writing himself crazy amounts of pill RXs and just kind of lost his mind. I'm kind of happy I've never really been into pills. Tried it. Yeah, I'm not either. <laughs> but I've had buddies that, you know, and if I get in, I guess I've been worried about, like, would I be susceptible to that? Yeah, I don't like as it. As an addictive personality type thing. Yeah. And I was never really into it, but if I ever had to have Vicodin, I don't and I like had that, to. Man. You know, I'd take a couple, but then I'd try to fight through it to not have to take them. Um, and then I had a buddy who's like, hmm, "Got a whole <laughs> bottle of Vicodin? those over like, here." Yeah, all right, man. It's, you know, he'd love that and a beer or two. Yeah, like that's I mean, his bit. Yeah, and, and, and I, it's, I'm not again. You want to watch breastfeeding videos? <laughs> you want to take Vicodin and drink a beer? It's do your thing. Yeah, and I certainly have my problems, but that was just I don't I don't like that man. And I we. We lost a few kids when I was in high school. To what? Pills. Death? Yeah. Whoa. Two brothers, actually. Not suicide? Just ODing? Mm-hmm. Uh, Doing what they loved. What was the big one? Oxy. Oh, yeah. Oxy. Yeah, I've, I've watched some documentaries on Yeah, that. it got real popular when I was in high school, and people would just hammer that stuff. Do and then think- he, Even when I was in San Marcos, you know... Uh, when I was in college, kids would take, uh, you know, it was just like Xanax. And you walk into a room and you'd be like, dude, what the, f- what is wrong with you? Like, they're just gone. Zoned? Yeah, not fun. Not like enjoying it. Nothing. Just gone. That just never really appealed to me. I'll do a keg stand at a bong rip. <laughs> but outside of that, I'm did, probably out. Did pill parties really exist? Um, I mean, I didn't know of it, like, in the way that you've referred to it, which makes it sound like you saw an episode of Oprah. Yeah, feels like an Oprah thing. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about, Blake? Yeah, it was in the latest season of Dexter. They had a pill party. So is it, like, kids raid their parents? Yeah, whatever you can find, you bring it, and then you mix them all up, and you just take whatever. Yeah, I never, like, knew of it to be called that, but I knew, I'm pretty sure that both... I mean, we dude, there were three or four kids that died, but two of them, I'm almost positive, got them from like their grandparents, like cancer medicine. Why would you take medicine to get cancer? Well, I, you, I think you have it backwards. Mm. When's the last time you were put under colonoscopy? They have to do that. I thought they could do that, like with you awake. No, I don't know. Well, they didn't. 
And the, the way they put you under is incredible. I don't know if this has changed three, over time. Three, two, one, gone. Oh my gosh! Yeah, they're like count backwards, backwards from a hundred. You you and don't you make ninety five. Yeah, it's yeah. amazing. Yeah, and then you wake up fairly soon. At, it's only like an hour. You're out, and then you're pretty much ready to roll. You don't feel like exhausted and all that. It's it's good stuff. You? They put you under for wisdom teeth. Yes. Okay. I think yeah, that's I had the that time. I've had two colonoscopies and wisdom teeth. I think that might be the only times I've ever been put under. Yeah, wisdom teeth is the only time for me. Dude, you know, I think about it too. Like, if I have to get any sort of surgery done, like, in the future, like, don't you, like, not want your wife there? Like, you just might start talking. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I don't need that. I've thought about that, and I've, I fear... Hey, can you keep every member of my family out of here when the I reason, come to? Yeah, I fear Alzheimer's. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, like, what if I just start throwing out something that Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't need know. to be known. Yeah. <laughs> what was that movie, though, where the person, they put him under, or I think it was a she, they put her under, and she was awake the whole time. I think it was called Awake. That sounds horrible. And you feel everything, but you can't move. Ugh. You can't scream. No, you can't tell them to stop. You're just numb. But well, but you feel everything, and you're awake the whole time. So, if neither one of you guys had like a real surgery outside of your wisdom teeth, no. Damn. You? You ever seen this? What is it? It's my hand. Did you break your wrist or something? I can't really see it from. I here. don't want to feel it. Feel it. No. Feel it. What happened? What, what am I going to get fight? out of this? Okay. Yeah. How have you never seen this? I don't want to touch it. Yeah, I, Put it back. I, Just look at it. Okay. You see how... I can't really notice. Oh. It doesn't look that significant. Oh, dude, it's gnarly, gnarly. Yeah, this was like a... Are you thinking like people just walking by you on the street are like, whoa, what's up yeah. with that guy's hand? Almost everybody that I like that sees this is like, what the hell happened to you? Do you think it's that egregious? Dude. No. I... When the lights are on, you'll see it. Okay. I was out for... Probably three hours. What happened? I got a fight. God, man. I, I don't know. even know you. I know. <laughs> That's a different guy. It really is. So. Now he's got a, now, a backpack to carry his cat. Carry my, my ragdoll <laughs> cat around. <laughs> now uh, let's, let's back up. Dan wants to know about the fight. Yeah. Let's. He was a friend of mine. Still is. Okay. Just, uh. And it was at like 7 a.m. in the morning, too. We were both definitely still drunk. Okay, I, that was going to be a question. Not like not surprising. Not like hammered, but... College? Yeah. San Marcos? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Just had an argument. What was it? Started what was pushing it? and shoving. I don't even... Dude, it was some... Like, he lost my keys. Honestly. That's what it was. <laughs> I was like, where are my keys? He's like, I don't have them. We just started arguing, and... I threw a very poorly timed punch, and it just shattered my hand. What'd you hit? His head, the back of it. So the second you did that, is it like, ah, and you knew? Oh, dude. The worst pain I've ever been in in my life. And he's fine? Yeah, he's like, just continued to kick my ass. (laughs) Okay, so that didn't end the fight? (laughs) Oh, my gosh, he hurt himself so bad. No, he... (laughs) Put me on the ground, got on top of me, and was like, stop. But you were done. You couldn't fight uh, anymore. Dude, 
No. And I had to go. The worst part was, you know, I wasn't at home, you know, so I had to go to like the, I don't know if you ever went to like the doctor when you were in, uh, in college. It's not fun. It's pretty spare. It's not like going to your GP at home, you know, where you like, they know you, you get good care. It was yeah. just like. You're another idiot. You're another idiot. The exactly. Drunk idiot that broke and his hand. on top of that. Referring to our previous topic, uh, <laughs> they're not exactly uh, willing with the pain pills in a college campus. You know, so my hand is like falling off. I'm in so much pain. And they're like, here's an 800 milligram Advil. I'm like, I don't think that's going to do it. So then I had a, you know, a, a cast for several months. It's horrible. Were you crying like a little bitch? <laughs> yeah, I was. I was crying like a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, I was wondering if you guys were going to make fun of me this weekend because I forwarded you the note that I sent everybody. It was coming to the den and I thought you guys might call me gay. It kind of felt like your wife wrote it. <laughs> don't you agree? I guess I don't remember... I just wanted you to know what I was telling everybody and when we're starting and all that. And then Who I, did I send this to? I sent it to every one of the guests. I know. But then you sent it to us. Like, what am I going to do with this? I guess it was kind of like if you wanted to let your wife know all the food we have and what time to be here. and that like I'm telling everybody else to be there at 4.30, so insinuating that it'd be cool if you guys were here a little earlier. Which I was. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not. Don't get defensive here. <laughs> well, you've been coming at me for taking off work all all day. I said it like once, and now it's it's it's. Yeah, uh, it just takes once. You know that. <laughs> but I sent it after I sent it to you. Then I'm I'm thinking in my head. Oh man, that was lame. These guys are gonna think I'm <laughs> gay because I had like you know, I'm mingling encouraged with the party downstairs and the party up here. Uh, I tried to be a little funny in there. Yeah, that's you. Happy Super Bowl. <laughs> but yeah, it does it does read as your wife wrote it. <laughs> like it doesn't read as me. No, it does not. But that's the thing. I'm a really a friendly guy and you guys don't understand that. The state of Texas I'm a welcoming guy. netted over 76,000 Gen Z movers beating out California and Florida over the last year. So, uh this is people aged 12 to 27. We lead the nation. In imports of the youngins. Dude, is there going to be a day where just the Metroplex stretches all the way to like Oklahoma City? I think I've I've referenced this before, but. Well, I was telling my wife. Like when we drove up there. I after was like, we went to Prosper Ford, I was like, boy, we should go look for land up there. Like there's. Yeah. I mean, it seems like it's really building out. And, like, it's going to be, like, it'll be the next Frisco. Yeah, but 20 minutes further. But, like, you could probably get some good deals. Because that's the thing about, they say property prices, you know, where we live or whatever are very high. So, hey, we could get a, a we could get a good amount for this house. Okay, that's great. But then we'd have to go live somewhere. Mm-hmm. So now I got to pay the high prices somewhere. But, yeah, what if we then move there? And, yeah, know. I mean, 
And I feel for Blake on this front because while he is making more money, which I feel like we should mention. You do. Every time we Every can. time. Yeah. Like he's the only one of the three of us that's literally <laughs> making more money. <laughs> he does have to drive a lot. And like I, my dude. In fact, I've lost more money than Blake is making. That would be an accurate statement like for way both more. of us. Yeah. And he doesn't even acknowledge that or care. No. I'm, he like laughs at it. No, yeah. he thinks it's hilarious. I, I don't, because <laughs> you mock it. You, it's it's because you mock it. But like, dude, my we're my gonna drive hit home, big in the stock market. My That's drive how home we from get here, even. Bimmy, relaxing. <clears throat> Wait, I like say it. again. What? Just driving home from here, like it's you know it's oh, seventeen minutes. It's yeah. no freeway. Drive by all the uh, Oak Grove and all that stuff. I like it. The one thing. I don't think I could do is a 45, 50-minute freeway commute again in DFW. Uh, we're looking at some studios that are... They're not that far, though. That's not Prosper, dude. Prosper's a different beast. And like what he has to do every oh. day. Tell him. Did you tell him about... Wait, it wasn't coming home from Prosper. Where were you coming home from? Oh, the, the remote in Frisco. Yeah, just speaking of that, he got that stuck on the about? tollway. Yeah, oh. they shut down Dallas North Tollway. He was talking to me at like, what was it, 7.30 at night? Seven. Oh. And he's like, I'm not home yet. I just got through a big traffic jam on the tollway. Like you actually were just sitting still for two hours? Yeah, because they uh, there's a wreck or something that shut down the highway, so then all the traffic heading south on the tollway had to exit and then go through a light. Oh. And that is impossible, like... For you going home. It will not happen. It can't happen. Yeah. If there's something going on, you can get around it in yeah. side streets. It's it's fine. No, but yeah, me and Michael left at about five, a little after five. And I think I get home at 730, 745. <sighs> oh, my God. Yeah, not a good use of my time. <laughs> Did the wife, like, instantly service <clears throat> you? <laughs> <laughs> Babe, you've had such a hard day. Looks like you're stressed, full of stress. I, I see. I, my mind I went to did your wife instantly st- yell at you? No, nah, I sent the kid, uh, you know, to your dad's house just so I can Let's service. Go, you, you. Yeah, you yeah. lay. You just sit there. Mm-hmm. All right, there's your news. Jerk. <laughs> no, that was the her. Uh, that was her hospital day, so she had twelve hours at the hospital. So, we just, so she didn't want to hear about your bum, 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 bum. your tough time. No. Oh, that was tough, huh? Two hours. It took you? Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. No, so parents picked Brooks up from daycare, which is why we moved to Wiley. And it was all fine. Well, there you go. Look at this positive guy. The Dumb Zone presents... Oh. Today in <coughs> History. No time to print today. Today is the day after the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Super Bowl. Monday, February 12th. The day after our, uh, the Dan and Jake doing a show together full-time officially, four-year anniversary. Oh, yeah. Wow. Time flies, baby. Four years. That's wild. <laughs> on this day in 1912. That's really all I had on that. Yeah, I, I yeah. agree. The wildness of the whole thing. Uh, poo ye. <laughs> guys started in studio, then came to the den for COVID, then back to studio. Now we're back in the den. Mm-hmm. How about that? Studio forthcoming. That's very Jim Nance of you. 
It was on <laughs> that my, was a fun fact. It was on my sheet. <laughs> Pu Yi was the last emperor of China. Pu Yi abdicated. What would you say that means? Like uh, voluntarily left the throne? Yeah, I mean, there's probably uh, forced voluntary, right? I don't know. But you pretty much only hear abdicated when it comes to the throne. Yeah, if you're an emperor, you probably have a throne. Yeah, but I'm just saying abdicated. You're not like, oh, I abdicated my job. King has a throne. Emperor. Yeah. Yeah, to renounce one's throne. Okay, so if you're a president, you can't abdicate that? I guess not. Anyway, that marked the end of the King Dynasty? Qing Dynasty? Q-U-I-N-G. That wouldn't fly on Words with Friends, I'll tell you that. There was a time where I could have told you a lot about that. That time is not today. Mm. I believe uh, opium, big problem for the Qing Dynasty. On this day in 2019, Mexico's notorious drug lord El Chapo, Joaquin El Chapo Guzman, was convicted in New York. Uh, is he alive? Um, I think so. Yeah, okay. says here he uh, was sentenced to the Federal Supermax prison. Not the Max prison. No. The Supermax. Yeah, where you is, make an all-pro in your rookie contract. Right. Very uh, <laughs> Luca. I believe that's where uh, Joe Garzaniev, as TC famously once said. In Florence, Colorado. That's correct. And on this day in 2020, the World Health Organization. Mm. Uh-oh. 2020. <laughs> what could this be? Gave the official name to the disease caused by the coronavirus that he had emerged in uh, Wuhan, China. Uh, COVID-19 was the official name. Do you guys remember some of the unofficial names? I have a list of them here. Yeah, remind us. The China virus. Oh. <laughs> that one was popularized by a well-known politician. The Kung Flu. I think he went with that one as well. <laughs> Boomer Remover. <laughs> you know what? I haven't heard that, but it almost killed my mom, so that's funny. <laughs> Control a virus. Hell yeah. Like the Plandemic. Yep. Oh, that's fantastic. That was a full documentary. The Scamdemic. Mm-hmm. The Holocaust. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. And the election infection. Hmm. Those are good. That's pretty good. Just fun with the death of millions of people. Yeah? You know what's funny? I know Brunig points this out a lot on Twitter, and I, I I suspect he might partially be doing it to troll. But it is kind of funny. That, that doesn't like, sound like the Brunig <laughs> I know. <laughs> it is kind of funny that as ineffective as Trump was in many, many ways... The vaccine kind of was kick-ass. Yeah, but then he kind of distanced from it. I know, but that's what's weird about it. Is it like they they were able to get it out there pretty quickly? It saved tens of thousands of lives. I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of like the one good thing he did. Birthdays today. That's today's political commentary. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, birthdays, Derek Lively the second. When are we getting him back? 
Is there a Derek Lively I should know? No, and I know that you hate this bit. Okay, he's 20, which is pretty sweet. It is pretty sweet. Josh Young, 26. That seems old to me. Just because his name is Young? It's Young in baseball. No, just because like I feel like... I mean, he was a rookie. <laughs> yeah, he's four year college, guy, four year yeah. guy at Tech, couple in the minors, and yeah. he got hurt his real rookie year. Demarco Murray, thirty six, spray tan. So I guess that's why it shouldn't be that surprising that he kind of performed well when he got up here. Yeah, even in the you know late. Uh, Lenny Randall is seventy five. Do you know who he is? I got nothing. No, I believe he's a player. For the Rangers in the 70s, possibly 80s. But he once uh, beat up his manager, Frank Lucchese. Wow. I don't remember what it was about, but it's certainly in the, the book Seasons of Hell. But Lenny Randall uh, released after that, or traded. But he, he literally beat up, like his manager was 30 years older than him. And he kicked his ass. It would have been a supreme disappointment if he didn't. <laughs> yeah. Do you see? Are you looking at why? I, I can't remember. It had something to do with perhaps playing time. I think that's what it was. Lost his second base job to Bump Willis. <clears throat> Sent uh, Frank Lucchese to the hospital with a shattered cheekbone. Lenny Randall was the guy that bunted so he could truck the pitcher? Okay. That's cool. I've always seen this video, but I, of course I didn't know names. Yeah, on purpose. <laughs> I guess that checks out if the same guy did both of those things. Yeah. Yeah. 30-day suspension, traded to the Mets. You only get a 30-day suspension for shattering the jaw of your manager. I guess so. It's pretty sweet. Might be worth it. If the guys Two minutes well old. worth it, exactly. RG3, 34. Just a really weird public persona. Like I don't, I don't, I don't know what to make of him. He makes really cringy TikTok videos with his wife, <laughs> but he's also like kind of awesome on games. He really is. I like him, but we'll ha- we'll have a hot opinion that teams need to be working him out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's he's weird. Uh, oh, do you remember like, not to stop us down, we we talk about like the Johnny Manziel era a lot. Do you remember how effing awesome that guy was in college? Like I remember watching RG three and being literally like I've never seen anything like this in my life. It's got a statue, and even the first year that he was in Washington, where he's, <clears throat> it looked like Demarcus Ware was seeing a man make fire for the first time. Oh my gosh! On Thanksgiving, yes. That didn't day. you think the Cowboys are ruined for the next decade? Yeah, like they'll like they have no got chance him. at stopping this. I forgot that bunt happened on Ten Cent Beer Night. Oh really? Here's Blake. It was three stories was ago. Ranger, wow, Rangers and Indians. I didn't realize that at all. I've never known that. And so, damn, ben- this landed a lot better than I thought it would. Yeah, no, I knew. I knew it would. <laughs> Benches cleared, and then uh, people started throwing stuff, and it caused a riot because it was ten cent beer night. Yeah, but I didn't realize that that bunt. What? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What precipitated that? I wonder. 
uh, high high heat, something like that. Milt Wilcox, little chin music th- through yeah. behind Lenny Randall. Oh, and I think it. this is because Lenny Randall took out Cleveland's second baseman on a double play mm-hmm. earlier in the game. Doug Deacon is 75. Do you know who he is, Blake? I've mentioned him before. Multiple times. I guess not. I think Jake must because he's leaning forwards, looking at you, wondering why you suck. He's the Cleveland Browns color. Oh, yeah, cigar. Yeah, he'll have an unlit cigar in his mouth while he has a big jaw. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, he was a lineman for the Browns in the... 80s. My dad will run that play every now and then. <laughs> Paxton Lynch is 30. Should have been a cowboy. They wouldn't have had Dak, right? Nope. Uh, Arsenio Hall is 68. I have a really boring note on that. <laughs> I'm interested. <laughs> when I was in college, uh, the house I lived in, aforementioned San Marcos, there was a hallway where we would... Uh, Smoke, and we put up a picture of Arsenio Hall, and we just called it Arsenio Hall. (laughs) I told you it was boring. Uh, I think it's great. We had the photo, though. (laughs) Framed photo. Because it's the hallway. Yeah. It's (laughs) It's Arsenio Hall. Okay. Uh, Probably a better choice than a photo of Mel Hall. Yeah. 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 Probably true. Gucci Maine is 44. Oh. Man. Prolific. Done a little time, Dan. Or a lot of time. As rappers will do. That happens. Misunderstandings. Won't hurt your career, at least. Might even help. Might help. Yeah. And author Judy Bloom is 86. Blake. Judy Bloom. I don't know. It just sounds like some. Oh. No, it's she wrote children's books that oh, helped okay. them through puberty. Oh, okay. Like, are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. Yeah, you know what I'd like to do? Ban that. I've read that. Why? Talking to my kids about puberty? <laughs> I'm sure her books are banned somewhere, but I actually, I thought it was great when I was a kid and read Judy Bloom books. I'm like... I relate to this. She wrote one about a boy, and he was getting a boner in class and stuff, and he had to <laughs> Band. carry his uh, raincoat around to cover it. And uh, it's, it's when I, it's probably the way I learned how to hide a boner. What a period is, because <laughs> uh, you know one of the girls was all upset because you know you should stop like talking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying it was good for kids, I thought. It was like... Coming of age. It was It was like not... It was... I don't know if it's still this era, but it's an era in between... I feel like my mom's era when she was growing up, it's probably don't even mention anything about yeah. sex or whatever and, you know, anything like that. And then my era was kind of like, okay, we're going to kind of just provide you with some reading material. And uh, that's the way we can get you to know this stuff. And I think now it's like you kind of think you should talk a little bit more openly about things, which sounds good on paper, 
And as they were little babies and stuff, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to be that parent. I'm going to make it real open, and we're not going to. And then when they become teenagers, and it's time to talk about that stuff, you actually, it's very uncomfortable, comfortable for all involved, especially if like they don't want to deal with you. Yeah. And anytime you start telling them anything, it's a big. You know, it, uh, that's just shut down. So it's, I think it's I'm probably, this is one of those difficult, more your era than Blake's. Because that's the way I remember it. But I don't know. I think what you want to do is make make it not be like full of shame. Right. It shouldn't be <laughs> taboo, but yeah. it still ends and up being. I feel being, like for me, it kind of was. It still ends up being a little weird. Yeah. Have you thought about that, Blake? And I don't know if it's different if you, I don't know if dealing with a boy would be different. Because um, I think dealing with a boy might be easier. Yeah, that's the stance I take. I mean, the big thing f- is just going to be porn with him. Oh, like, man. Yeah. For sure. I remember. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this story was told on the air. But in case it wasn't, one of our former coworkers finding his, like, very young son's search history. Oh, no. <laughs> it's... This is hilarious. And dude, I think about like, you know, having 56K modem and like, if I can just get to her waist, <laughs> yeah. I'll be fine. Yeah. yeah, and everybody thinks the way they did it's probably better. Yeah. You were downloading torrent videos where you were hoping the title matched the video. Right. Oh, God. <laughs> this is just another Steeler's Wheel music video. <laughs> it's just another guy jerking it. I don't want to see this. Carter might have... <laughs> Little, uh, you know, Apple yeah. headsets. Yeah, exactly. And, oh, my God, yeah. Actually, he's... his first sexual experience will be with Kim Kardashian. That's right, yeah. Virtually. I don't know why I felt like I needed to add that. I didn't... Virtually? You think he's really good? <laughs> <laughs> that was an entirely unnecessary addition. Yeah, with 60-year-old Kim Kardashian, or however she'll be. Uh, born on the state, not alive anymore, Charles Darwin, who invented evolution. Sort of. Before Charles Darwin, everything was always the same. Uh, Abraham Lincoln. Noted debater of (laughs) Frederick Douglass. That's right. (laughs) Born in a log cabin as well. I've been to it. When's the last time you guys messed around with a little bit of Lincoln logs? Oh, what a great... So good, dude. Boy, when I was a kid... Loved it. And you know what? I love it now. And I could see, I think my dad and mom loved it too because they had built a, like that's, that was Christmas morning. They built like a big thing. Oh, nice. And it was there. And I was like, whoa. That's awesome. This is great. And then I got to wreck it and build my own thing. Yeah, they had some at that uh, children's uh, museum that I went to in Fort Worth a couple weeks ago. And I was like, man, I remember how much I love this. It's very therapeutic. It seems you are not familiar with the Lincoln Log. I played with uh, Tinker Toys in my grandparents' house. Tinker Toys are nice. Sure. But I could never, like, on the cover, they had these elaborate things you could build, and I could never do that. Oh, yeah. Like, I think they had a Ferris wheel on the cover, and I could never do that. Yeah, it's ridiculous. (laughs) Um, Right now, they dumb it down with the Lego sets that are built exactly for building that, and they tell you how to do it. Yeah. James Smathers, born on this day, he invented the electric typewriter. And he was born in Texas. You ever typed on a typewriter, Blake? 
No. It seems fun. Yeah, though. for sure. I had family members that had them. It is fun. And then you slide it over. <laughs> seems cool. But then you mess. I don't up know that I we really the sold the fun there, but yeah, it's a cool experience. And Chris McCandless, subject of the book Into the Wild. Mm. Now he's not the. That's not Grizzly Man, right? No. The guy who went to live with bears. This is the guy who lived in a bus, right? But they both met. A, their demise in the wild. Correct. Yeah. Great book. I don't. I just don't remember anything about it. I've seen the movie. Is that Emil Hirsch? Yeah. And then died on the stage, still dead, we have Tom Landry. You know what I did not know? And this is going to make me a bad cowboy fan. I didn't know that he was like an active, like, fighter pilot <laughs> I just saw something on that this weekend that Same must here. be why you're bringing that up yeah I knew, I knew he was in the military but I didn't know he had thrown, uh, flown like 30 active missions like in World War 2 I guess it makes sense for somebody that age right yeah but there were a lot of people that were just in the military that's different from being like a fighter pilot and Jerry fired him that's right. First thing he did. I still, like I told you, I was rewatching old Super Bowl highlights, and he was, just like you said, calling in plays, like telling the running back, go run this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Couldn't coach in today's league. That's a real coach. We're all kind of doing different bits here right now. <laughs> today in history. Well, I don't want to go home. The halftime score, 10 to 3, 10 plus 3. Oh, no. 13. 2023 wins with Travis Kelsey, 13. Plays on the game-winning drive, 13. And the number of the quarterback they took down, 13. Of course, that number is very closely associated with Taylor Swift. Adios, mofo. (laughs) 